0: Welcome to Bad Puns and Machine Guns, the podcast where we walk and discuss every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie one at a time, and maybe the occasional surprise as well.
1: I'm Mike Olson. And I'm Kevin Keene, and today we're discussing Red Sonia, released by MGM on july third, nineteen eighty five, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sandal Bergman, Paul Smith, Ernie Reyes Jr., Ronald Lacey, and introducing Bridget Nielsen, written by Clive Exton and George MacDonald Frazier, based on characters created by Robert E. Howard and directed by Richard Fleischer. Uh, that's how we're starting. That's how I'm
0: starting. I don't know how you're starting.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Red Sonia. <sighs> whoever,
0: uh, whoever the fan out there is that uh, wanted us to do this, I'm guessing that uh, they're laughing right now since I think we both had admitted we had never seen it. They, yeah. uh, they're probably laughing at us right now. Yeah,
1: I don't know if we should start off with an apology to them or to curse them. <laughs> it's one or the other because either they love this movie and they're like, oh, I want to really hear them talk about my favorite movie or... Yeah, they want to, hear us. to
0: lure these uh, chumps into this thing.
1: So, yeah, sorry, I, I don't have their name in front of me. I, I should have checked it. But uh, whoever that you were who requested this, uh, yeah, I mean this is this is a pretty rough movie to watch. Oh, uh, it's pretty rough. <laughs> and
0: I, you know, in, in some ways, I'm glad the timing worked out. Um, you know, we're recording this just after a a pretty, at least visually impressive. There might be some, you know issues I had with the latest episode, episode nine of uh, season six of Game of Thrones, but in terms of like visual presentation and right. a battle. Talk about a juxtaposition yeah. just every battle in this is just terrible.
1: Fantasy stories and comparing the two, yeah. It's uh you know, it's I mean this isn't really a uh a, a sequel to the Conan movies. It's sort of set in the same universe, but you right. know, Arnold's playing a different character, probably. Uh we could talk about that later. But but uh just having seen all of these movies now, because I think you've said you've never seen Conan the Destroyer. The Correct. D- the middle one. And it's been a long time since I saw Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, which we'll be getting to it very soon. But uh, uh, now that I've seen all three and seeing the progression, like the downward progression of like, it, and, and just the way they handle their like fantasy worlds, because theoretically they all take place in the same world, but uh, Conan the Barbarian is almost like, it's more mythology than fantasy. It almost feels like Beowulf or something. It's like very, okay. yeah. like... Grand and like, you know, epic, yeah, and mythological. Sure. And then Conan the Destroyer, it's like, like I guess, I guess what I'd say is, if Conan the Barbarian is like a poor man's Beowulf, and Conan the Destroyer is a poor man's Lord of the Rings, <laughs> this is like, uh, I don't know what. It's a, like it's like a poor man's Masters of the Universe, <laughs> which in <laughs> itself is really bad. That might be a good comparison. <laughs> or, or like, it's like. It's like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign run by somebody who doesn't know the rules. <laughs> that's,
0: I, I think that's actually the episode title. I think we just figured it <laughs> that's out. That's a little wordy. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> who doesn't know the rules? Well, because it's like there's no logic to any of this, anything in this movie. At least like... I mean I think part of the reason why Game of Thrones is so good is because it's so well thought out. Right. And like the world is so well thought out. Whereas here it just feels like it's been made up as a go gl- Oh yeah, the city of Glypthar or whatever. I've got all the notes. I don't know any of that. I don't remember any of the specifics, but it's just like the toll road of Holbal you know? they you're just making this up as you go. Like, yeah, this isn't thought out at all.
0: No, it's hey, we uh we need to be in a different locate you know, a different location on the map. Just make something up and uh we'll insert it as dialogue.
1: They are very concerned in this movie about directions though, and like where things are. It's just like there's so there are a couple of different scenes. Where it's like, how do I get from here to there? Oh, you go north and pass through this pole road. It, and... it,
0: yeah, it's a cartographer's dream, perhaps. But outside of that, I don't think it's a dream for anybody.
1: They're more interested in you know direction giving than they are in character development or <laughs> plot development. Yes. The only thing they care about is where are things in relation <laughs> to other things.
0: So then, really, the one thing that the movie cares about. It could have actually done, you know, been the precursor and done a great job of opening the way HBO does Game of Thrones by giving you the entire map. You would think that this, right, with the as as much focus as they had
1: on direction, that they at least get that right. I mean, you probably could draw a map just based on they're always very specific about this place is north of this place, and you know, I mean, really, there are only like four places in this whole movie. It's not like it's the grand journey they go on. It's just like that. It's just the point that. it feels like this whole movie takes place in a day. Yes. It, feel, it should feel like this grand adventure. It's just like... Eh, it, like it's, I'll bet they filmed all of these locations like within a mile of each other.
0: Well, and you said that it feels like that it takes place in a day, which it, it establishes that it doesn't. It feels like it was filmed in a day, because I, well, I just... I do not think a lot of time was taken on many of these.
1: Well, did you uh, read the story about why Arnold is in this movie and why no. he's in it as much as... So, uh, apparently... Because, you know, he obviously played Conan the Barbarian, yeah. and here he is playing a different character, and yet it's the same world, which is very strange. And that there are some people who think this is Conan the Barbarian, like, in disguise or something, which is silly, what, you know. Uh, but apparently Arnold just appeared in this movie as a favor to Dino De Laurentiis, who is yeah. the producer of the movie, okay. and who also did the first two Conan movies, and just like, oh, yeah, come in and do a cameo. And he thought he'd be there for two days <laughs> And, like, and he they got roped in. Yeah, they like wouldn't let him leave. And next, he's just like, "Oh, show up in this scene. Show up in this scene." And next thing you know, he's the he is he's the top billed actor in this movie. Even though the movie's about Red Sonia, he's top billed.
0: So it's it's the opposite of what you. Uh, I think it was in Maggie that you uh, you had told a story. I didn't know this about the Terrence Malick that Adrian Brody went into right. yeah. the thin red line, supposing, supposedly being the star and then getting edited down to literally not being in the movie. Yeah. This is the opposite where
1: it is the opposite. Arnold's <laughs>
0: supposed to show up for a cameo and somehow becomes top billing.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's a movie that's supposed to be out about Red Sonja, but uh, And we've got the, the poster in front of us here, and he's this giant on yes. the poster. In, she, in the background, and she's in the foreground, but he's still massive he's, compared to her. Yeah, he's more he's far more prominent in this poster yeah. than than the title character of the movie. Um, but yeah, this is directed by Richard Fleischer. I didn't. I only just learned this uh, as you're on your way over. But uh, son of Max Fleischer, the animation, like the famous oh. animation guy who invented like Betty Boop and whole bunch of stuff. Yeah,
0: no, I recognize the name. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even think to look it up. But
1: I, I mean, you know, Fleischer's a f- common enough name, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just learned that, so I just wanted to bring that up. He did all those old Superman. You know how much I like Superman. Yeah. like the, the old Fleischer Superman shorts, I really love those. Wow. So I don't think uh, his film, ma- his dad's filmmaking prowess didn't really rubbed no. off much. No, it did not. Uh, he, this guy did make a lot of movies. He, he did 10,000 uh, 10, Leagues Under the Sea, or was that what it is? 20,000? 20, 20,000 leagues? leagues Under the Sea. I never remember that. I've never seen that, but I, I know people like that movie, so maybe, maybe... He improved over time. Yeah, or maybe he had some hits and some misses, but uh, this movie it's just it's not well shot it's not well written uh, it's bad yeah the only thing i was going
0: to ask you as we getting in here um is the the score oh it was a, is it a, a, i can't i'm not a butcher his name so i'm
1: i'm thank you
0: yeah. um i mean it happens a lot where really famous composers that have a lot of great work cuz they're constantly working and constantly doing stuff they're naturally going to have duds but i wanted to ask you about that did was the score at least Somewhat redeeming, you no, know. It was very disappointing. Yeah, I, well, I, I kind of felt the same way. And
1: Elmer Corne, I mean, he he wrote so many scores for movies that have just disappeared and have been forgotten. You know, right. the Italian movie industry, like they would just crank, crank out, out movies. movies, and he did scores of so many. I get the sense he he probably didn't have a lot of resources or a lot of time, or uh, even the orchestra sounds like it's like eight people. <laughs> you know it's, it's like a community band that they found wherever they were filming or like they just whoever was on the crew like hey who on the crew can play an instrument <laughs> I, I, I got a trumpet and I'll come in there. I was
0: just gonna say and it's only an instrument right it's not specifically like hey we need a violin no it's
1: w- whatever you can play we'll just work it in right we'll build it up a band out of whatever we can find. yes uh, yeah, I'm a huge Ennio Morricone fan like you know I listen to a lot of movie movie scores, and yeah. he's one of my favorites. I literally listen. I wake up every morning listening to Ennio Morricone. He's he's my wake up track.
0: I would not have guessed that.
1: It's a track from uh, the Big Gun Down, which is a fantastic western that's not very well known. Okay, um, I highly recommend it. But uh, yeah, I mean Ennio Morricone. I mean, he did the good The Bad and the Ugly. He had yeah. So many like famous. He just won an Oscar this past year for Hateful Eight. His first Oscar, at like eighty nine or something. Wow, he's been around that long too. I didn't know that. Yeah, anyway. oh yeah. I think he won a lifetime achievement award, and then he won an Oscar, like wow. a legitimate Oscar. I think it's one of the few people that's ever happened to.
0: No, that's great. I mean, he's done a couple of you know the good, bad, the ugly, which you um, noted. One of my favorite kind of underrated comedies um, he did the score for was Bullworth with uh, Warren did he? Beatty. Yeah, I didn't know that he did this. I, the score isn't as prominent in that movie because a lot of it is you know the soundtrack rap music of 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 the time that's
1: weaved in. I thought that one guy from the Fugees, the third person who was not all that talented, I thought he did the score. No, I'm 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 pretty sure I'm right on that. You who can, am I thinking of? Uh, I. He did a song for that movie though, didn't he? I
0: yeah, well there's there's a few that did songs. I mean you you had um, The one who's not Wycliffe
1: or Lorne Hill. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember his name. I can't I I can't remember it. I'm either. pretty sure he did a song for Bullworth. I didn't yeah. know any of did the score. That's, yeah, he I did the, the score on that one, check so you have to take a look. Um because... You know, as much as I'm a fan of it, I, I saw his name in the credits and it, i was I kind of enjoy that theme, the opening theme. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um I got kind of excited, like, oh many any more Coney. Oh, this will be good. At there's, least there's and, some redemption. No, it's no. not very it just feels so small. I actually have I don't know if it, if we want to do this, but I I have the cone the barbarian score up but this is by Basil pelladorius and this is a great score and just the, comparing the two The contrast, yeah. Like let's play a little bit of Cone the Barbarian and then play Red Sonia and just listen to the difference. Like <laughs> This, uh, you know, this score is so big and like, you know, it's, it yeah. feels, you feel the weight of it. And then here's Red Sonia.
0: You know? <laughs> you're right. Just some, some guy the, the cr- back to back. The key grip. Oh, you can play the trumpet? Yeah. You're, you're going to be prominent.
1: I mean, really, it's just one trumpet. Yeah. It's not even like a horn section. It's, it's just enough. one guy playing trumpet. It's the key grip. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, I, I mean, Ennio Morricone is a genius. I genuinely think that. But I, I just yeah, don't, he probably, yeah he probably he probably had a budget to write this. yeah exactly anyway
0: all right so uh,
1: based
0: based on all that I'm not sure if anyone's gonna be listening past this but we'll uh, we'll dive in you
1: can tell how reluctant we already just talk about this movie yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're finding we're stalling for time
0: <laughs> everything to try and not talk about it I was tempted to just ask you before we uh, before we started recording if we just wanted to give it the Spinal Tap review of Shark Sandwich and then just <laughs> stop recording. Uh, cause that, that's how, when I walked away from this, that's how I felt. It's yeah. just, there's, there's nothing.
1: Well, to be honest, my second time through, cause you know, I, I think, I don't know if you went through this twice, but yeah, I, I always, <laughs> you had to, the way you said that. Uh, I mean, I always do it cause I like to, especially the movies I've, I haven't seen before. It's like, oh, I yeah. want to watch it the first time without having, being distracted by taking notes, notes and just, right. um, but halfway through the second time through, I was kind of getting uh, like uh, Stockholm syndrome a little bit <laughs> or just like, it's not so bad cause I had to force <laughs> myself, uh. Or I should, I should say Helsinki syndrome, excuse y- yes. me. Yes. Helsinki, Sweden. Sweden. Um, yes, that's diehard. Uh, we know Helsinki is in Finland. Yes. Just in case no one seen diehard. I'm sure most people seem diehard. Uh, yeah, you let, listen to this, I would assume so. I would assume so. But let's just get started, reluctantly. All it right. starts with the opening crawl, which I do have in its entirety. The Hyborian <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> yes, the, well, it's the Hyborian Age, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you're right. It's the Hyborian Kingdom. Kingdom, yes. Oh, because everything else talks about the Hyborian Age, so I don't know. I, I guess it's both. Yes, I'm, I'm like the Roman Age or something. I don't
0: think it's one of the. Uh, it's the Unforgotten Kingdom in the Seven Kingdoms of Game
1: of Thrones. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, all of this is based on, as I said in the opening, is based on stories of Robert E. Howard, who wrote the Conan the Barbarian, the Hyborian Age. That's all invented by him, but. My only exposure to this stuff is the movies, three the movies. movies. Yeah. It always seemed a little silly to me, but, you know, this movie, it kind of leans into the silliness in a way. that maybe That's kind of the thing I was getting, Stockholm Syndrome. It's like, you know what, maybe this is intentionally funny. <laughs> maybe this is supposed to be dumb and silly.
0: There's uh, parts of it where I do feel that, but it not it's not the overall theme. Because too much of it, I think, tries to be... More serious. Yeah.
1: So should I read this crawl or just? Yeah, skip? let's it? do it. All right. I'm just gonna do it in the most. Uh, I, I actually wish this movie did have a, a narrator like Conan the Barbarian did, but uh, I'll do my best. Her name was Red Sonia. She lived in a savage world in an age of violence. A fierce warrior with flaming red hair, which we don't need to be told that. <laughs> We're gonna see it in a second. You're taking up valuable, you know, opening crawl time. Anyway, in the Hyborian Kingdom, her quest for justice and vengeance became a legend. Became a legend. It's one of many legends. Yes, there. This is. There's many other stories. Anyway, this is how that legend began. I'm gonna crap out of this. <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm bailing <laughs> out bailing. of this voice. Um, it's I, weird. That this 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 opening crawl talks about justice and vengeance. I thank you. I. I... It comes up multiple times. It's always. I'm not sure how that works. I'm pretty sure they're not the same thing, <laughs> but they're always paired. I think characters in the movie say that. Like, I, I'm after. I think uh, this opening scene, the ghost says it. You'll get justice and vengeance. Like they're always paired together for some reason. I'm not can, even th- sure. Can you help walk me through that? Because I I don't understand that. Well, I think there may be situations where justice and vengeance are the same thing, but rarely. I agree with you.
0: Maybe I've just bought in too much to the Christopher Nolan uh, world, but uh, I distinctly remember in you know, Batman Begins that justice and uh, revenge are not the same thing, and they're not. So I, what I had is that it's, the movie starts with a fire after the crawl. It is not a dumpster fire, despite the fact that I feel <laughs> like that this movie is very much that, but it's a, uh, a, a house that's uh, burning down. Uh, it, it feels really cheap and kind of flimsy.
1: Yeah, and then you cut to Sonia lying on the ground, and she's obviously in a soundstage. Yes. They don't even, like, cast light on her to, like, simulate a fire nearby. Right, in the background. She doesn't look remotely like she's in the same place. No. Yeah, yeah. and this whole thing's a flashback, too. That's the weird part. It's backstory, but it, why is it backstory? It should just be story. Just yeah. start with this scene. She wakes up, This house, her house is burning, she wakes up in a field, and a ghost shows up, and it's like, Hey, Sonia, remember that thing that just happened an hour ago? You probably don't remember. It's only the most traumatic thing that ever yeah. happened in your, in your life. You know what I mean? Like, why, why don't we just see the scene? Why does a ghost have to show up and then tell us and Sonya what just happened? Can Can you also help me? Like, is that ghost? Is that, or is that somebody related to her? I don't is know. It just, is it just
0: a ghost that has a sword that can then give powers?
1: But the, the ghost only has the sword when she decides to bequeath that power. The ghost isn't That's holding right. a you sword. You do not see the sword before that. It, before it that, you just get,
0: Sonya. <laughs> right. Sonia,
1: <laughs> she said it like four times. Like at some point, I wanted to go speak so like Sonia. You know, <laughs> Sonia just not <laughs> responding. What? Well, no. What I, I I actually wanted,
0: um uh, Sonia. There is no Sonia. He's <laughs> right. only
1: red Sonia.
0: Only yes, thank you. Only red Sonia. Uh,
1: I've got three body count here: a parents, her two parents, and a brother. Uh, even though it's technically a flashback or something like that's, I'm counting it. So, yeah, but in other episodes, we haven't counted
0: off off screen. We're we're gonna count those, these. I think we see. Don't we see them?
1: Like, Are they briefly? What in it's the this thing is edited so strangely, and it's just like a brief. You get like brief flashes of the you know, them attacking Sonya's family or whatever. Really?
0: Oh, then... I thought so. Okay, well, then the, the version... play the, this scene? Yeah, play it because the version you have versus what I have on the DVD are different.
1: Maybe I'm just misremembering, but, uh...
0: Here's the dumpster fire. Oh, and there's the, uh, Amazon general trivia on the side, so that was probably helpful. Yeah,
1: I mean, ever since you mentioned it, now it's just constantly covering the screen. Anytime I move the mouse, it pops stuff up. That's helpful. Yeah, yeah it's look, like, no fire, no, no like, light... She looks like she's in a totally different place. Here comes the ghost. In a second. Sonya. <laughs> Sonya. The ghost effect is actually not bad. It kind of looks like a Ghostbusters Sonya. effect. It does. It's probably where they spent everything. So- or they stole it. They just found the shot. Yeah, see, this is the same version. I don't think you get anything. Sonya. No, but in a second, when the ghost says, Hey, remember what just happened? But the ghost tells her her own life story vengeance on Queen Gedrin hmm. who so some flashbacks for herself. Oh yeah, you're right.
0: Your disgust was clear.
1: <laughs> That's a problematic line. And so it was Jeez, that Gedrin, was Gedrin. Ordered your Yeah, dad, so here's her family. there's her, her parents. Birth. Blam, fa-blam. Yeah. Body yeah. No, I see two out of the three
0: of least. Soldiers. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the DVD. I actually don't mm. know if my DVD copy really has the stabbing in the back. It has is awful as it is the rape, rape, rape scene, but I don't right. know if it has the stabbing. I'm gonna have to go back and well, look. So-, so okay, then yes, then you. I, the reason I say this is I've tried to keep the body count at the same time, you know, to kind of help you out, and I don't have them on there, so I I wonder if for whatever reason
1: the DVD version does not have that in there. Well, we we have not been great at like codifying our rules of body counts because I I do feel like sometimes sometimes I'll listen back to episodes and be like oh. The rules have kind of. There's been some creep over over you some know, of these episodes, you know. Uh, but
0: yeah, I, 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 it, it's like the Constitution. It's a it, the interpretation is this is a living document and
1: it changes over time. I guess so. But I mean, two two of the three we see on screen, we learn yeah. that both of her parents are killed here. So I, I'm, I'm no, kind of no, go no with through.
0: what I mean. Definitely with what I just watched with you, I absolutely would. I'm gonna have to go back and at least watch the first 13 seconds or whatever here on the DVD to see if that's edit it out of my version for some reason I mean
1: maybe but I I don't know why anyone would bother why would anyone spend the time to create two versions of this movie (laughs) but maybe uh yeah, this is where the ghost the ghost says here. In your quest for justice and vengeance, you will need great strength. It's, everything's justice and vengeance. It's like you right. A lot of things come in twos in this movie. Yes, because later uh, that kid we'll get to that kid in a bit, but uh, he, he he wants her to teach him uh, fencing and fighting. Yes. like, teach me fencing and fighting, and then there's some, there's one other thing too, just
0: like. That- that reminded me of Game of Thrones. I guess when we get there, that reminded me of the Dorne and Bron's, uh discussion of oh, what the men in Dorne like
1: to do. That's true. A very fe- different between fencing and fighting. I yes. guess that's that's, that's true. Uh, yes, this is where the, the ghost bequeaths its power to Sonya's sword arm. Yes, only her sword
0: arm, and with a sword that wasn't there before. So I, this ghost no. You get backstory from the ghost, but you have no backstory on the ghost. What's it? Does it just roam the countryside giving
1: these powers out? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be like her mother or something. Or but why does her mother... I mean, there's, there's no explanation to this ghost. No. It's the only reason why she has these powers is because of this ghost. How is there never anything... Or at the very least, the movie should be acknowledging that this is unexplained. Like, you know, maybe Arnold's character... I keep forgetting his name because I keep wanting to call him Colin. Cal- it's Calador yes. You know, you think at some point Calidor would be like, "Wow, you you've trained hard," and she's like, "Oh, actually, it'd <laughs> be pretty funny. Actually, a ghost gave me these powers. <laughs> actually,
0: this ghost that happened to be passing by tapped me on the head with his sword, and I got yeah. I
1: got powers." But you know, that could be a moment where she's like, "I don't know what the deal is with that ghost." You know, the movie should acknowledge like this is a, that was a strange thing that I don't understand why that happened. But uh, I, I just I don't like the fact that she's given her powers from a supernatural thing. Why that, why does it? Why do they do that?
0: That it's not you know, training and, and earn because I mean, her sister is, you know, a priestess or, you know, priest. Yeah. And a good fighter. Yeah. And a good fighter. So why couldn't she be
1: right? And and we see her training in a bit too. It's like, and this movie kind of, it very much takes from the playbook of the the first Conan, the barbarian movie where pretty much the exact same thing happens to him. Bad guys show up. James Earl Jones shows up and kills Conan's family. And, uh, and if, if you recall, in that movie, he gets, he, he's enslaved and he's tied to the wheel of uh, oh, yeah. pain. Is it wheel of pain, I think? I think so. Uh, yeah, because it's the tree of woe. It's the <laughs> wheel of pain. Uh, and he spends like 10 years pushing this wheel and it keeps like cutting to him like firing every time he's bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's like Conan the Barbarian just built himself up from sheer like force of will, whereas Red Sonia, it's not satisfying for just a little ghost to come around here. <laughs> Here's some power. I don't like, I don't Slimer like it.
0: gave her some powers. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Uh, I don't either. So from here, you, uh, I've got it's where you then get the credits, and it's, it's just Arnold <laughs> riding around, riding around on a horse. I I have to admit, the first time I you know I, I watch it like you do on a movie I haven't seen to try and experience it and you know figure out what the movie's about. I don't want to be distracted. But the second time through, I just laughed because I knew it was coming. I'm like, this is just so ridiculous. It's just a bunch of wasted time.
1: Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> They've got Arnold for a set number of days. It's just like, well, we want to make sure. We, you know, we get our money's worth. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, for story purposes, he's riding to that, that yeah. temple or whatever. And apparently there's only one bridge to no. get there. Yeah. I go, the bridge is out. <laughs> yes. I wrote that down. <laughs> we haven't gotten to True Lies yet, but that's one of my favorite lines in True Lies. Yes, it is great. And it would be very appropriate to splice that in here. <laughs> I'll bet that's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> I guarantee it. I should have looked, but I'm, I don't even. I have. I don't. I don't have to look to know. If it won't be, I'll do it. Yeah, I was say you're gonna do it. I'll do it. Um, yeah. So then you just cut to this. These priestesses.
0: Yes, and I don't know about you, but I just got hung up, and I just have. Oh God of gods, and I just have this dialogue is terrible.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it it's almost like the actresses like decrying the fact that they're in this movie. Like, oh God. <laughs> Oh god, we're in this movie. I
0: have to repeat these lines. We're in
1: this giant traffic cone doing these <laughs> <laughs> like religious ceremonies. Yes. This this stuff is very uh like I feel like the Italian like creeps into this movie in certain ways and in particular like the Catholicism like this feels probably, like a, a, a this feels like a very Catholic point of view on like paganism. Like they're they're like doing magic, but they're still wearing like altar boy robes and yeah. stuff like that. Like it, it,
0: that's a good observation. I mean, you 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 have more of a, a Catholic background than I do. haven't yeah. gone to Catholic school, so I I miss that one. That, that's a really good observation.
1: This st- stuff like that, it, you can I, at least for me, i was just like, oh, I can tell this was made in a Catholic part of the world. <laughs> like just little <laughs> things like that sneak sneaking. Uh, but yeah, they're they've got some magic thing. The Talisman. Yes, it's just called The Talisman. Does it have a name other than that? No, or it's just a it talisman? is The Talisman. Yeah, it's, you'd think like the world-destroying thing. That's I the st- other thing. It, it, that thing. This thing destroys the world by storm and earthquake. Everything comes in twos.
0: So, you're right, it doesn't have a name. Why does the killing machine that comes up later, it has a name, but the talisman does not have a name.
1: Does it have a name besides the killing machine? I no, think? I, I, that I was guess its, the killing machine The is
0: killing is machine is its name.
1: These people are very literal, like the people in, in Hyperborea. Just, they, yeah. don't, they just want to name things for what they are. It's a killing machine. It's a talisman. Should we name it something else? No. No.
0: No. We we like it to be extreme. Our names to be extremely accurate.
1: Only only geographical things get named. Yes. Otherwise, just you know, objects no no, no. names. No. Yeah, but uh, the Lord of Harkernia is supposed to be here. Who is Calador? We learn later, but the, which was confusing
0: to me. So he later he claims to be a mercenary. Was that just w- was he just using
1: that as like a ruse for Sonya? And he, he really isn't a mercenary. Uh, I mean I don't know. I didn't. that's something I thought about. But that's true. Maybe he's just you know he's a mercenary on the side. Yeah, it's like a thing he does for fun when he's not lording.
0: Yeah, and instead of walking through the streets and you know playing a playing a loot, he, he he walks the earth or whatever this is and um, kills people for money. Yeah. So they go they go through and start the ceremony and uh,
1: they're going to cast the talisman into darkness because yes. I guess it put, draws its power from the light. Yes. Which you would think they would have done that a long time ago.
0: You'd think if it was that that dangerous, why has it been around? And so, my question to you is: Is this the beginning of the Lord of Light? And is really this like a sect? I'm you're really, just full, of Game, I'm of, just Thrones full of, connections. of Game of Thrones connections on this. I know it's completely different source. You're material. just
1: trying to draw in a quality material yeah. just to offset.
0: But but you're right. I mean, if they if they knew that it had this power that's so dangerous, why why wouldn't
1: you just put a cloak over it a long time ago? I mean, it's the kind of thing where they must have been using this thing for something. Because it's like, oh, it got too powerful. It's like too powerful for what? Like if if it seems this movie seems to portray it as just a thing of evil that destroys, it could destroy the right. world. It destroys cities. Well, uh, it
0: does bring storms. So do you
1: think maybe they and had, earthquakes? Well, and earthquakes,
0: <laughs> does it do, well if they have if they go hand in hand, you know, you get both, not just one. I guess I could logic out if you just got the storms. Maybe you had some drought, so yeah. that's
1: why you'd use it. The end of the movie is just an earthquake. There's no storm there, so it's you, true. you can do one or the other. I guess you know whatever some whatever spell you cast. Who knows? Uh, uh, again, yeah, nothing I, is really explained. Just the, the, the nothing is thought through in this movie. Nothing. No. I mean, just what is a talisman? You think you get some kind of an explanation of why does it have this power? What do these <laughs> priestesses do with it? Why, you know? All we get is. Why? Who can and
0: can't touch it, and that it <laughs> right. it creates earthquakes and storms. That's what you get.
1: Yeah, well, it's like you know. And why now are they deciding? Like it's gotten too powerful. It's like what does that even mean? Like, you know.
0: But uh, it's sort of, it's sort of like a, you know the gremlins, right? That it has rules. You can't feed it
1: after midnight. Right, rules that don't really hold up to scrutiny, because it's like, in the case of Gremlins, like, you know, what time zone is it? And, you know, what if you cross over the international date line? And all those questions that come up when you talk about Gremlins.
0: Is it Greenwich Mean Time? What time are you actually talking about?
1: Yeah, these things are just like, it gets its power from light, and we must cast it into the dark. Like, they're not going to destroy it, right? They're just going to put it in a box. Well, no, I, 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 no, the, where it, where it was going was the pit. Yeah, where, like, well, a pit, yeah. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, and then they're going to close it up. So, no, it, that's the other thing is it doesn't seem like it's being destroyed. Right. It seems gonna, like it's just getting buried for somebody to find it in a sequel and, you know, re-harness its power.
1: Well, I guess they, they're they locking it up because there's that, that staff that controls the, oh. the slowest moving door in the history <laughs> of mankind. Yes. So, I guess it's that's, like, a lock and key and whatever. But bad guys show up. Gadren and her... Army of, like, 12 guys show up.
0: And uh, a flunky with throwing stars that <laughs> defied physics.
1: Yeah, that throwing star hits her right in the breastplate, and it kills her. The, the breastplate is thicker than the throwing star, and it stops it. What? <laughs> She's
0: dead? She's dead, but uh, can you help me with the physics first? He's standing from, like, a sniper position. Oh, yeah. The,
1: the, the, the geography it, of this temple makes no sense at all.
0: No, and he's standing from... Like a sniper position, when he's surveying the scene, throws the star, but it comes completely level yeah. with her heart. So how, how does that happen?
1: He threw a curveball. He went up like a J. A- you know? <laughs> apparently, someone as you
0: already have uh, mentioned and noted that it it somehow is a death blow, despite the fact it doesn't look like it even breaches you know skin.
1: Yeah, doesn't even breach the breastplate. Like, what? Why are you wearing that? It's like you know, it's fashionable. Yeah, I guess so, but. uh, yeah, and, and you're talking about, like, the well, like the the fact that this temple makes no sense. There's obviously a place where you can just climb up and look right into this place. But then when they cut to the inside, the set, it's complete darkness. Yes. Even though it's daytime outside. So it's like, how, how can there be windows and no light? I don't know. <laughs> it's the same as that fire. Like, boy, this, this movie is inept. Like, I rarely, like, say that. Even some of the worst movies we've watched, Batman and Robin, it's like, at least that's competently made even yes. if it's terrible yes you know there just, aren't
0: there aren't easy you know low-hanging fruit mistakes Yeah, well
1: yeah it's mistakes it's not just like a bad story or bad act you know it's right it's just illogical yeah I I always feel bad like, I, I you know the internet is full of people snarking on things and I always I always feel bad about being critical even the times like I you know on this podcast where I'll be like oh this person's so bad Oh, I, and I always like back off of it I, I always feel bad about it. there's no Excusing this, <laughs> I don't feel bad about it. Just, it, it. All it took was a little bit more forethought and effort, you know.
0: Anyway, it was going to be too oh, much.
1: Yeah, I think this is this movie is going to be very. Once we're done, we're we're looking at the worst. It's, oh. it's got Batman and Robin beaten. I'll tell you that. Oh, with at me, this it point, absolutely does. It's the worst movie we've seen so far. But uh,
0: so what I've got is the yeah the the bad guys arrive and then just some of the worst. Yeah sword fights I've ever seen where I have that the the defender is literally, it seems like they're waiting like a beat or a beat and a half for the attacker to actually swing their sword.
1: Yeah, every time the block comes like a second before the strike, or if you're in a real sword fight, you would just stop and like stab them, you know <laughs> yes, what I mean, instead exactly. of like, they're, they're obviously going to block your blow. Stop swinging and just do something different. Yes. Yeah, the, 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 Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, my note, my note here, it's, it's funny because most movies we watch, I've got like 12, to 15 pages of notes. This one, I have six. Wow. I just, there's not, because all I wrote here was big, boring sword fight in big caps. Like, that's all I wrote. And and I I took kind of the body count, but there's nothing interesting about this fight. It's so so boring.
0: There isn't, but uh, again, I'm weaving in Game of Thrones. The only thing that I got to laugh is that eventually, somewhere in the fight, a couple of the uh, priestesses Realize um, that they're going to try and close the door, and all I could think of was poor Hodor. <laughs> yeah. so they were going to try and hold it. It doesn't work out well for them either. But that's all I could think of was Hodor.
1: <laughs> that's uh, you're, you're spoiling things now. You know, I really don't care. care. People people may not be to that point yet. It's that was vague enough, just barely. Yes. But uh no, the funny part about that it's actually the one part I, I kind of laughed at, where like. They fight really hard to get the enemy back. They drive them back out the door, and they shut the door. And then guys just come in come from in? the outside. They, like, they ninja down. And I just imagine them going, like, oh, right. This thing's open from the outside.
0: <laughs> there's windows everywhere. What were we thinking? You, that This door actually meant anything. But you can
1: understand their their mistake because it doesn't look – the lighting doesn't seem like there's any openings to the outside. But it's just like, yeah, those guys just drop down. Like, who cares about this door? There's holes in this whole thing. It's like just, there's a giant skylight for them to jump into. Uh, that part's funny you think the fight is over it's like nope there's like another two minutes of boring more boring more boring fight. fights so there's actually a lot of bodies here I don't yeah there know. are uh, and, but
0: it's pretty even too in terms of at least the ones you see on screen it's pretty even between uh, both sides
1: yeah I think it starts out with the, the good guys uh, with, with the priestesses taking the, taking doing the most lead. of the damage and yeah. then they kind of get over, overwhelmed at some point
0: well, the skylight—that that was the problem. They didn't account for the skylight
1: guys. Yeah, the tactics. Uh, you know, they, they did. They, <laughs> they, they fell into the trap. Yeah, they, they definitely did. Uh, so yeah, I've got twenty bodies in this fight all together. So we're at twenty-three total. All right. So Gedrin, who is the main villain of this movie? Yes. Who was the one who? Uh, Queen Gedrin. Queen Gedrin, Yes. Who attacked uh, Red Sonia's house at the beginning? I did laugh at this part where she's like. And she like tells one of her men like, "Oh, grab it!" and the guy just goes like, "Whoop!" and disappears. <laughs> it was kind of funny. It's like this movie loves this effect where they just cut the camera. It's like yeah, I used to do this when I was like eleven with like my uh, you know my friend's dad's camcorder. <laughs> you were, yeah, you We'd were make making little your own movies. dumb movies, and it, it, that the one like visual effects we could do it was like, "Okay, well, stop the camera, step out of the <laughs> frames, start the camera again." Bloop! I disappeared. <laughs> you know, it's it's like it's not even professional quality no. uh, special effect it's the kind of thing that i was doing at 11 so this movie does this all the time this is the first instance of it this guy just blips out he
0: disappears i i would say that that's added oh, so, to the body
1: count oh, so. sorry th- this guy's number 20 so they're 19 in the fight and then this guy yeah so, okay so 20 now or overall. 23
0: so then you get the women only women may touch it and the beginning of just some weird stuff i'm not sure if um, you know, there's supposed to be some sort of, you know, sexual overtone or something to Gedrin in this movie, but this certainly is the beginning of it for me. Oh, there's no question. they just talking about, uh, I mean, she's a lesbian. I mean, I think so. It's, it, I mean, I know it's 1980, whatever. They don't come out and say it, but yeah. it seems
1: pretty clear to me yeah. they're very heavily hinting at it yeah because she 's got her little handmaiden you yes. know with her at all times who's the one who could successfully touch it well, yeah she 's the guinea pig yeah. <laughs> i mean her she 's her handmaiden she obviously has like a thing with and, Gedrin, but Gedrin's perfectly happy to possibly yeah. like, sacrifice her to go touch it could touch that thing, make sure it 's for women only test my food to make sure i 'm not getting <laughs> yeah, poisoned. I'm, yeah probably um, yeah, because I think that what I was saying in the line at the beginning about like the ghost telling uh, Red Sonja, like, your disgust was palpable. It's just like, you know, you know. I mean, I don't know. I may be reading into that line a little too much, but I think there's no question this movie is saying that Gedrin is a lesbian.
0: Yeah, and I, there, there's certainly other points kind of later on, but it's just, it's interesting being made in this time that they would make a point, but really not make a, go out of their way to avoid being overt and saying it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the 80s, you probably couldn't. I mean, for, for, I think for a different reason, you probably couldn't do it now. You yeah. know what I mean? No, but absolutely. It, I think then it was problematic just to acknowledge, like just to have a gay subplot of any kind in a movie, whereas now I think having a gay villain would probably be, get him in a different kind of hot yes. water. So. But yeah, I, th- I think they walked the line a little bit, but I don't, th- I don't think there's any ambiguity to it, at least not in my opinion. Like, okay. I, think they're, they're, I, I feel like they're really hinting as hard as they can without – They go it. as far as they can without just coming out and saying it. Like, yeah. I, you know – um. But yeah, one of her guards asks, what do we do with the prisoners? And I love this moment where she, she, does, she does a gesture like Barker's Beauty. She's just like, how about this hole?
0: <laughs> you're right. I
1: hadn't got a note on it, but you're right. <laughs> that, that Let's made me laugh.
0: see what's in the prizes, Roddy. <laughs> the giant hole that they were going to put the
1: talisman in. Yeah, they chuck all the remaining priestesses down this hole, except for uh, Sonya's sister who escapes.
0: Who so escapes. So I, I had it that those, those four, they don't, they
1: don't survive. Yeah, I assumed that too. I mean, they they certainly are alive for a while. Yes, because there's like that Austin Powers moment where they're like, "No, no we're still down still here." Oh, uh. Yeah, they don't they don't say anything, but they're just down there like going like ah, screaming as the thing closes up. Yes, and it seems to go on for a long time. <laughs> as yeah, well. it really does. Uh, but yeah, I assume they die because you know it's one of those things where I think another movie would have made a point to you know have Calidore be like, "We must rescue the remaining priestesses and like save them," but no, they don't. Yeah. They don't really. They never go back there, do they? Nope. Yeah, so it's not even like to check out what happened. It's like, yeah, we don't care.
0: No, because Sonya's sister does escape, and some of the uh, the goon squad chases after her. She, she, she escapes down a zip line, which I love that. <laughs> Kalidor was riding to the zip line, but I I just have a note. What was he gonna do? Was he going was <laughs> well, he just gonna scale it up because it was going down? It was a one way zip line.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if he was maybe maybe there's some other way around, but yeah. <laughs> It seems like that's the only way to cross this chasm.
0: Other than, yes, other than the bridge that was out. So that was his plan, apparently. He was just going to crawl, you know. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because I, I, yeah,
1: maybe this is the only other way. I, I didn't make the connection that this maybe is the same chasm. So, like, yeah, but, maybe he thought, oh, the bridge is out. I, oh, there's that zip line. I can, I can <laughs> climb my way I'm up I'm
0: strong there. enough to just climb the wrong way on a zip line.
1: Yeah, I bet he could have made it. But
0: here's what the other thing I want to know. Can you help me? How did they get... The the zipline. How do they get it back up the hill? Is what I want to know. I didn't see any way to pull those. Um, you know the the what they what she's holding on to back up.
1: Well, I assume. I, I would guess. I, I didn't. I didn't think about it. But here's just on the spot. Here's my guess: is that it's some priestess's job. To like you know after like a couple of weeks and there's like thirty zipline like handles at the bottom of that they thing. they got to
0: cross the bridge they got to go
1: walk out. from like miles to get to the bridge and so that's like take the, it around.
0: the low man on the on the totem pole whoever yeah. is the most recent uh, addition to the the temple they're yeah. the ones that has to do zipline cleanup duty yeah, I think so I mean oh,
1: that's the, the only way that, that could work because yeah another some kind of pulley to get it back but uh, I don't know I don't know how ziplines work in magical kingdoms. So uh, a, this is a this is a world where magic exists. So they probably yes. just you know Kalamazam. The they and just back do
0: Kalamazam and, and give it a teleportation. Right.
1: They use the talis That's what they actually use the talisman for. <laughs>
0: Rounding <laughs> up the zipline. Right.
1: It's just like you know. It's it's like uh, that's its
0: extra power.
1: It's you know, It's a laziness talisman. Really. Yes. It's just you know. They don't use it for storms and earthquakes. They use it to just clean clean up messes. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly.
0: So she gets an arrow in the back as she's making her way down the zipline and meets up with Calidore. Here, here's another thing. Can you help me? Because the bridge is out, right? Yeah. Bridge is out. Only one person that I could see went down the zipline, but somehow like six guys sneaked <laughs> up on Kalador. Where were they at?
1: I, I guess they went across the zipline real quick. I, you okay. Know, we just thank didn't you. see it.
0: Uh, I, this is just another example. This is not very well No, I out. mean,
1: I'm being facetious. This is. This, this I gave up on like caring about logic in this. I just went, at some point I just went like, well, this is just obviously one of those movies where they they don't they don't give a crap about any of this stuff. Like, so how, why should you? Yeah, you know. Well, the biggest the biggest one. I'm going to jump ahead here because there's a whole subplot of Sonya has to go through this toll road, and there's a whole sequence of this toll where she's going to get through this toll, and then she meets back up with that kid, etc. It's like, how did they get through? What I, did,
0: thank you. <laughs> I have it. It's that's the, the.
1: I think that's the point. Where I just gave up and went like. This movie obviously doesn't give a crap about any of this. Like, they don't care, so I'm just going to stop caring. That's fair, and I probably shouldn't have bothered either. Anything (laughs) that something like that happens, a wizard did it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. So,
1: uh, yeah, so she's got an arrow in her back, and uh, these guys attack, and Caldor makes short work of these seven guys. Including, is this one where he gets a, an arm or a
0: head? I oh, no, he, it's a head. It's a head on this one. He gets an arm later.
1: I got body count thirty four, severed head count one, because <laughs> we, there are more coming. So I had to at least yes. I had to have a separate count.
0: They're, they were working to be eight heads in a duffel bag, is what they were working I don't on. do not quite get that high, but yes. Um. So, um, Sonia's sister wants to find uh, Sonia.
1: Well, first she's got a line. She goes, "The talisman is stolen." We must destroy the talisman. And she take a, takes a beat. We must find my sister. <laughs> it's like, oh, I make that. up your mind. Which, which one's more important? Yeah, but they, just, yeah, she they. She tells her. She tells Calador about Sonya. And
0: he's uh, he's off on his quest. He's going to go find her. And she's currently training to be in uh, Mortal Kombat. She's really <laughs> the original Sonya Blade. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, she is. Sonya. yeah. I, that's a nice connection. Thank
0: you. That, that's immediately what I thought of
1: when this scene. I'm like, oh, Sonia wins. <laughs> uh, she does win. She beats this guy very handily. It's easy when you have a magic ghost arm.
0: Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure none of those other guys no. had a magic ghost arm. She did not
1: disclose this when she's, you know. Oh. I'm sure that, old, that old guy that's training her must have been like, you've progressed very quickly. I don't understand <laughs> did you also see a magical ghost as I did he's probably he's probably bat- patting himself on the back like I must be a fantastic <laughs> <American> <laughs> trainer he's, great teacher yeah uh, so is this guy's name chow or is this why is this, this teacher he, he's on like chow and then they fight some more and he goes chow
0: I did not hear he was
1: made in Italy I yes
0: know. I did not <laughs> I did not make that connection that they may have just been speaking Italian <laughs> yeah so we get after that battle that uh Sonya definitely does not like men and wants uh, nothing to do with them. And then her uh, gift for being so talented is she needs to pick a sword. And the ghost calls to her yet
1: again. So, Do you think that's what that was? I was wondering why she's glowing. If it was that, the sword or, you know.
0: No, that's, I, I, that, that's yeah, what you, I got.
1: You're probably right. The,
0: the ghost, the, the sword arm then gets indication of which sword to go pick.
1: It is a very He-Man, I have the power kind yes. of a moment exactly or I guess She-Ra did She-Ra have an equivalent eye of the power did she shout something she,
0: there was something I. but I don't know if it was um, putting a sword in
1: the air but she had something where she transformed to okay well whatever she shouted it was probably more like that yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah she finds her. her I guess it's just a regular sword it's not supposed to be a magic sword right the magic I, is in her. The magic's in her, but for whatever reason, that particular sword must have
0: been the right combination of magic because she's looking at a number of swords and selects that
1: one. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so Calador rides in.
0: Yeah, shows up, and for somebody who wants nothing to do with men, she's very quick That's true. to follow
1: him. Yeah, she just jumps right on the horse with him. Right. Well, You know, she maybe she's she, maybe it's love at first sight. Who knows? She, she, she She's very willing, you're right. To just well, the stranger that she doesn't know,
0: stranger who says, Oh, your
1: sister is dying.
0: I that that seems like at at best a really bad pickup line, at worst, something <laughs> that could be really dangerous.
1: Yeah, in this world, that's probably how most marriages begin. They just,
0: <laughs> you just claim that your sister yeah, died, and I need to rush you there. It's like
1: caveman days, you just drag her off by the hair. Uh, yeah th- well, my note here is doesn 't have anyone post guards in this world <laughs> because no nah, he just rides in he just rides in, no one stops, him. no one seems any uh, at all perturbed by it and earlier at the temple gedron 's guards didn 't there was nobody posted outside nope. when her, when Sonia's sister ran away. It's just like, this is a world where no one's... They, no, they haven't invented guards yet. No, they haven't. <laughs> there they are have, armies, but no guards.
0: They, they have armies just for battles. They have right. not figured out that they can post, you know, sentries to make sure bad people don't get in. It's
1: never occurred to anybody in this world. But, uh, yeah, they ride off, and they find her sister... Please explain what this thing is. So They find her I, a tense dinosaur beast... What the hell is this thing? I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a creature made out of (laughs) papier-mâché. And then there's like a tent underneath, like built out of its legs or something?
0: I I, I don't know. Same thing when they get to that bridge later on. (laughs) I was trying to figure out... Did, did that dinosaur or whatever just get tired and die there, and happen to turn into a bridge, or did they build the bridge out of bones? I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I just assume that like some dumb creature got itself trapped there and does that just happened to die. <laughs> it just happened to it's die. Probably there. for like you know a week, just going like oh help, you know. Yeah, this so I, I don't have know no what idea this, what this thing is. It's like a weird petrified. I I just the the thing it looks so fake. I can't tell if this movie is saying this is like some like a real creature that does like petrified or if it's like, this is what tents look like in the world of in hyper- this world. Hyperborea. It's so weird. I don't understand it. It's like perplexing in like a way that is, it's like, oh, it's almost upsetting. Like, you know, like what is, what are you trying to tell me with this thing? I can't even I don't begin you, to parse. I was going
0: to say, I don't think you should spend that much time on it. Cause I don't, I don't I, think there is an explanation. I
1: guess. I was, yeah, I was the one just saying I gave up on logic. But this but is, this thing was weird. It's so you strange. You wanted
0: to know what this thing was.
1: I mean, it really is like a riddle. It's like an unsolvable <laughs> riddle. It's so weird.
0: So what you get from this is that uh, they have 13 days to destroy the talisman. Yeah. Um. And then basically she
1: dies. And I've got here... Oh, first, c- First, sorry. It's first dust. She's telling her about the talisman. And Sonya says... Rest, Varna. Later we can talk. It's like, what part of your sister is dying do you not understand? Don't th- she's dying. Don't say, we'll talk later after you're dead. She's literally dying before her eyes. She goes, eh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. You, you get some rest. But but she, you're right, 13 days. She turns
0: quickly, because I've got as a quote, she's dead, and we have work to do.
1: I know. Yeah, Kalidor is so callous <laughs> about her death.
0: <laughs> I just that, couldn't believe it. I, that was maybe my favorite
1: line from Arnold the whole movie. And then goes from, like turns on a dime to bragging about himself. Yes, this is where he's talking about. I am a mercenary. A mercenary. I don't. When I want something, I take I it. I take it. He's he's saying this above her sister's corpse. He's just standing over this corpse, going like, "I am the greatest." You know? Yeah. This he so callous. I, I I think I feel like this movie is portraying Calidor as like a slightly more like chivalrous than Conan was. Yeah. Um. You know, because Conan is just like I will kill my enemies. You know, drive them before me. Hear the lamentations of the women. Or it's, Kedor is just kind of like eh, I'm a nice guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he's not he's not the killer that uh, Conan is, even though he does kill a lot of people. He seems a little less uh, extreme about it. I guess put it that way.
0: Yes. So then, uh, I I think then after <laughs> after he brags about himself and really moves on pretty quickly from that death, you get uh, I don't know some thunderstorm in the background and you find out ooh, that the talisman is being used in a city. Yeah, Hablock. This um, is the- I, this gets to the they just made it up right oh we need a city name
1: yeah I wouldn't remember if I didn't have the note in front of me but I, I did laugh at the excuse me at the, the part where Cal- Caldor says oh that's hablock it's a great city it's like, what does that entail in yeah. this world? Uh, yeah, it's I, a great city.
0: In 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 terms of, so he's a mercenary. Is he also like a travel agent or something, where he's you know trying to sell <laughs> yeah. people on tourism
1: or just living there? It's a like great great rent. The nightlife is fantastic. The nightlife is fantastic. The best food on a stick you can find. You know, <laughs> I guess they're just trying to convince us that Hablock's destruction is a tragedy. because yes. they don't have the budget to actually show Hablock or show its destruction. <laughs>
0: So, just one line of dialogue from that's Kalidor, right. the mercenary travel agent. It's yeah. a
1: great city. Is supposed to make you believe that. I think. I think that's why that's there. I, mean, I actually do think that's that's the purpose of that line. So is, then you get. Oh yeah, that's gonna make the audience really care about ha- Hoblock, the destruction of Hoblock, because this guy thinks it's great.
0: Uh and then you get the danger is is trade. Yeah, dangers my trade. <laughs> it's so funny to me. And uh, Red Sonja needs no man's help. Yeah,
1: yeah. Calidor uh, is very braggadocious in a way that makes me think that maybe he's not as great as he thinks he is. He's like the Wizard of Oz? I mean, granted he does, like, he, you, we see him fight and he's very confident, obviously. He takes on the the machine of death, or whatever the hell it is. Killing machine. The killing machine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's very, he's just constantly talking about how great he is. It, it made me kind of dislike him a little bit, as much as... Uh, He's supposed to be basically our one of our heroes. I was
0: gonna say, he is. He's he's got a, a little bit of Trump in him,
1: right? He's he's yeah. constantly <laughs> got to be talking about himself and his accomplishments. Yeah, he is a little bit. She yeah. She refuses his help. She, yeah, you're right. As you said, he she needs she, no man's help. No man's help. She's right.
0: she's riding off
1: because they only have Arnold for <laughs> three weeks or whatever. <laughs> right. So, so this is, for the next three scenes, I need no man's help. I don't need you, <laughs> but you'll come back later. Um, so yeah. Then just cut to this kid on a giant stone hand. Teetering over a chasm. What? What is... I mean, this is the strangest cut in movie history. Just cut to... some Things are happening. I don't know. We don't need any context. Just this kid's teetering over this chasm.
0: Yeah. Yes. I I, I have nothing else to add except for exactly that. He's teetering there. No explanation. You have... You know, you can kind of figure out it must be the great city that uh, the tourism bureau was working on pitching before, but... No, yeah. no context whatsoever.
1: No, and and apparently none. No statue for this hand to attach to. Or I mean, maybe it fell down the like chasm. But, but you know, I guess this is supposed to be this kid's throne room. I think so. So maybe that was,
0: um, you know, the metaphor that was for the hand of the king. Is that they just had literally right <laughs> the
1: hand itself, and that that's what he's teetering on. I guess so. But I, I just want to know how this kid ended up in this how, predicament.
0: Yes. How did he? I mean, was he going to like? inspect something into the chasm? What was he doing? I don't know.
1: It's not like he's hanging on by his hands. He's no, standing, he's standing, standing there. I don't know. It's oh, this movie. <laughs> it's, it is perplexing in so many ways. Yeah, but she just wanders in. Sonia wanders in and finds the scene. Yes. <laughs> if I were her, I'd just be like, and just turn around just and walk. Turn around,
0: walk right back
1: out. <laughs> I don't need to deal with this. I'm not getting involved with this nonsense. But of course she gets involved. Unfortunately, she gets involved. Unfortunately yeah. for the audience, she
0: does the old spin spinaroo to help uh, help out the uh, the young prince.
1: Yeah, but it gets his like assistant. Now he's hanging off the edge. Yes, and uh, I forget she doesn't help him, right? Or does no. he climb up on his own?
0: No, he winds up. Uh, she continues to hold it in place while he then does a tumbling act uh, down it.
1: Uh, that's right. Now I'm remembering the kind things of
0: ex- establishing Falcon as uh, as a bit of an oaf.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But well, not in a fun way. He's okay. I actually don't mind. I think I think, you know, <laughs> there's not much to this character, but he, at least he's not as annoying as Prince whatever. What's his name? Tarn.
0: Yes, Prince Tarn.
1: Prince Tarn is the worst. I
0: Pro- I think it's the wor- he's the worst part of this movie.
1: I have w- definitely I've gone out of my way in other episodes to not criticize child actors for the reasons I say I always feel bad, you know, last section hero. No, this kid's the worst. <laughs> And the thing is, I've seen this kid in other things. He's in the Last Dragon, which I don't know if you've seen that. I, no. I love the Last Dragon um, with Bruce Leroy, uh, and he's he's just a kid who knows martial arts in the Last Dragon. And you know, he, he's he's a precocious kid, and he's kind of a similar part. He's not as like much of a brat, but I remember liking him in that movie. Boy, like every time he opens his mouth, like it's bad. It's terrible. Yeah. What? Who? Who thought this character was a good idea? It's the Jar Jar of this movie.
0: Yes, Jar Jar is probably the best way to put it because he's he's like Prince Joffrey, but not a good actor and not with good, you know he's just the annoying parts of Joffrey.
1: Yeah, deliberately annoying. Like that's the thing. Like oh, that's this character is he's a brat and he's annoying. Hasn't haven't people learned their lesson that you know annoying isn't funny? <laughs> you know, it's just annoying. Right. Don't put an annoying character. You know, I mean, it's 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 the uh, Steve Urkel effect or whatever. It's like, eventually, you know, maybe it'll be funny for a little bit, but eventually people are just going to hate this character.
0: Yeah, in small doses, it probably works okay, but you can't feature it too much.
1: Yeah, man, every time this kid was on the screen. I mean, you know, they, they try to temper it by, like, having Sonya be like, this kid needs a good spanking. Yes, though. he
0: needs some discipline. You lack discipline. That's right.
1: Um, but, yeah, we have to endure this kid for... A good Many por- scenes yeah, I was to come. Say,
0: a good portion of the movie. So really, this uh, she sees the destruction of the great city as Falcon is
1: rebuilding. Right. Uh, <laughs> the Flintstones <laughs> throne. That's true. Yeah, it is almost like a Lego thing or something like that. Yeah, he's it's, just
0: piecing the rocks back together. I don't think stone masonry actually works that way.
1: Well, I, I, as soon as the kid sat in it, it should just, like, crumbled. <laughs> it's yeah. like nothing's holding those stones together. No. He's, not, he's not, like, uh, you know, no, putting he, any kind of... Uh, he,
0: there's doing no masonry work whatsoever. No. He's literally just loose p- loosely placing them together.
1: Um, luckily, these guys. So she just leaves, right? Like the. So this,
0: she gets what she needs to know, which is there's the the shortcut, which is the gate that you were talking.
1: Yeah, about. Yeah, this is the the, the, the toll. exciting directions giving scene where he tells you <laughs> where all, everything is. The toll road to the north, or you can take the scenic route to the west. Which, it's like forty five seconds of directions, but yeah, this is where she learns there's a toll road. Yes, she goes. I'm gonna take the toll road.
0: Brytags Toll Road. Yes, that's right. Brytag. These uh, names are all terrible.
1: Uh. Yeah, blah blah blah. So, Bri- or, yeah, exactly. So,
0: Brighttag uh, needs the uh, the toll to be paid, and he he is not interested in money. That's right. Yeah, he he demands uh, some sort of to steal from Seinfeld, some sort of medieval sexual paola.
1: But she she refuses. She's like, you know, she'll She'd split rather- up in split up in his stomach instead. Yes. Um. Oh, so yeah, Brighttag. I didn't even know her. Uh, so this guy is played by Pat Roach, and I definitely didn't know the name. But when I looked him up. He's been in a lot of he. He's been in a lot of stuff that I like. So he's he's the big burly Nazi in Raiders of the Lost Ark that he fights and gets chopped up by the propeller. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know you're not really into Indiana Jones, but
0: I mean, I remember the scene. I didn't realize it was him.
1: Yeah, he looks pretty different. Like he's bald in that movie. He's got one of those like German mustaches, like yeah. you know. Uh, and then he in uh, Never Say Never Again, he's the Spectre assassin who attacks James Bond in. Uh, the clinic, and Bob okay. kills him by throwing his own urine at him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you recall that.
0: I, I do now, yeah. <laughs> Thank so, you.
1: Yeah, so that's this, this guy, Pat Roach, who's playing Brighttag.
0: So Bright Tag's got some stats here. He's uh, fought 177 men. Yeah. He really keeps track. And I, I kind of wondered, you know, in the history of mercenaries and, you know, great swordsmen, do, you know, does John Snow, does he keep track of how many he has? But he's got, his record is 176 dead, one with no legs.
1: Yeah. He says... Only one survives, and he's got no legs. I'm like, well, no wonder you defeated him.
0: (laughs) Oh, so so what you're saying is that he didn't have the legs to start? (laughs) that's what I'm saying. That's the the joke. (laughs) That's the joke. He he picked on the disabled is what you're saying.
1: (laughs) He phrases it in an ambiguous way. That's all I'm going to say. So
0: what you're saying is maybe the other 176 were also disabled, he just killed them. <laughs> well, we don't
1: know who they were. Yes. You know, he killed 177 people. He defeated 177 <laughs> people. So in addition to his personal body count,
0: he also can tell the future in people's
1: entrails. That's right. I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> well, you know, it's, he's, he's some kind of... He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who, like, isn't magical or has any kind of powers. He's just like some dirtbag who yes. happened to build a thing in a road. yes. That he built
0: his shortcut and then decided he was going to exploit people for money and or sexual favors. Yeah,
1: well, not, you know, now that I think about it, speaking of, like, geography, it doesn't seem like this is in any kind of mountainous area where he can, like, control the pass. Like, it seems like it's just a, like a big open area. Just go just around. Just
0: walk around it.
1: <laughs> right? I mean, they don't, you'd think they'd show, like, oh, it's mountains. I mean, it's not clear, but I guess you should just assume that he it's a, it's a mountain pass or something. But... Yeah, so they fight. Right. Yes,
0: they fight. He's stabbed in the chest.
1: Yeah. Oh well. First, my note is they they recreate the ending of the Phantom Menace, where she jumps over him. She has a flip yes. over his head, and he stands there like a like an idiot, and doesn't do anything. doesn't do anything while she stabs him in the stomach. Yes, it's basically the exact way the Darth Maul dies. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And so now we
0: now we know where uh, Lucas stole it from. He was I, a yeah, red Sonya fan,
1: probably. So he's he's number thirty six. Bright tag didn't last long. Um. Yeah, and then Brighttag's men close in, which even though Brighttag promised they wouldn't attack, that's
0: probably believable. I mean, you know why? Well, I, I,
1: it, I'd almost think like they would turn on each other, like who's going to control the toll road? But yeah, they got to clear out the yeah, they gotta, riffraff first. Yeah,
0: they got to and it's only one of hers, so yeah. they got to, Well, not for too long, because Calador yeah, it, somehow <laughs> comes to the rescue. It's
1: looking bad for a moment, and then Kalidor, I love, I love his entrance here. He just goes like... He just appears from nowhere and goes like... Aah! Yeah,
0: yes. And starts and wreaking leaps, havoc.
1: And leaps on them. Yeah, so they're, they're, uh, I've got another 12 here. That's what I got. Okay, so... Yeah, Calador kills 11. Sonya kills one. Like, even in her own movie, she's being upstaged by Calador. Yeah.
0: Calador's count is very high. Yeah. No,
1: no severed heads in this one. Though. Not in this one, no. Uh, yeah, and then they run downstairs and... Or holds off the remaining guys while she escapes.
0: He holds them off by just riding around on a horse. Yeah, in a
1: circle. He doesn't do anything. He just rides around in a circle. He's distracting them. He's just kind of like, oh, look over here, you know, while she gets away.
0: Um, And then so we cut to, she's made it through the gate, and somehow, as you said, Prince Tarn, he's ahead of her. They're
1: ahead of them. How? How did that happen? They took the scenic route, apparently.
0: And they just move really, really fast. Yeah,
1: it's like, uh, you presume (laughs) maybe, uh, what's his name? The Oaf, what's his name?
0: Uh, Falcon. Falcon.
1: Uh, maybe he just... Mr. Falcon. That's right. Mr. Falcon. That's his name for the rest of this episode. yippee Kay. mister Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> um, maybe he just neglected to, to mention that the scenic route was also the faster route. Like, scenic <laughs> route has an... Uh, yeah, yeah, literally, it just has, like, good scenery. Right, but it's also faster. <laughs> like. The, <laughs>
0: So it's so the toll road is a total ripoff, and just <laughs> right. it, maybe they're like in the scheme, and they get like a kickback from Brighttag by sending
1: people on the toll road. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just like you know, scenic route, hint, hint. Like, I, and then when the see him again. I didn't say it was slower.
0: No, it just there's beautiful scenery that way. I'll bet,
1: I'll bet you're exactly right. I bet, I bet uh, Mr. Falcon gets a kickback from Brighttag. So
0: that's really how that became such a great city is they've been just scamming people for years to pay this unnecessary toll.
1: Well, do you think that was in the city or is that like elsewhere? It no, but like it was on the way. To, it was,
0: no, it was on the way. But that's what I'm saying is like people oh, travelers but, passing through, they they
1: scam the tourists into paying this
0: toll. And the money flows to yes. the city. Yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> The money flows to the
1: great city. Yeah, it could be. Uh, Yeah, so what's this? Oh, this is where the kid's being torn apart, which I did get a little bit of uh, schadenfreude glee out of watching this kid being pulled in half. Uh, oh, right? yes, with the... um, Isn't this a where they have him tied to a tree? Yes. Yeah, and this is another guy because
0: he he's left alone because the prince
1: doesn't care for hunting. Oh, that's right, that's right. I, I actually wonder if uh, Mister Falcon just wanted him. To, he's, he's so annoyed with this kid. It's like, hey, he's the lord of a uh, rubble pile now. Let me just sneak off and let him just be attacked. <laughs> he just wants his freedom at this point. Uh, so yeah, this guy attacking him is another guy who's been in a bunch of stuff. Where is my note? He, I had, I had it written a, down somewhere. The
0: prince calls him a ruffian. That's not his <laughs> yeah. character name.
1: That's a good word. I, I do like... It uh, is a good word. The, the, the word ruffian isn't used enough in movies or in life. No. Uh, where's my notes on this guy? Oh, okay. Terry Richards. Oh, and this guy is... And it's another uh, Indiana Jones wow. thing. He's the guy in Cairo who he does all the sword tricks, and then Indiana Jones just pulls a gun and gun. shoots him. Okay, I remember that one. He's, he's the swordsman who nice. gets shot. So he's all covered up in that movie. So I would have never, I mean,
0: without looking IMDb, yeah,
1: without looking it up, I would have never known. But yeah, Terry Richards, I guess he's you know like a stuntman, basically. Yeah, I I feel like this movie is probably cutting corners by hiring stuntmen in like actual roles and giving them more. Yeah, we can pay pay him a little bit less. Yeah, there's another fight,
0: another few bodies pile up.
1: I do like uh, uh, Mr. Falcon the way he he fights with a big bone. (laughs) Yes. What's the deal with this bone?
0: Well, and he has later he has a smaller bone that he passes. It's like a dagger bone. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's so weird. Like I guess that's just the world. It's just a prehistoric world. Yeah, it's the Flintstones. Sort
0: of. That's I'm, their their entire great city is basically the Flintstones. He's got the uh, the throne that gets put back together like the Flintstones, and he he uses a uh, a, a bone as a weapon.
1: But he's like the the protector of this great. With this prince. He's this powerful like is it did all the weapons get destroyed by by storm and earthquake? And so now he all he could find was a bone? <laughs> was it like the bone of his friend? You know what I mean? Like what what does this Where deal did with that this bone come from? Yeah, what is it? he just likes fighting with bones, I guess.
0: So what you're saying is he should be more armed like the hound to Joffrey and he should have just a massive sword but instead he's just got this bone that he found laying around.
1: I just feel like a stick or anything something anything would be better than a bone. It's like not even symmetrical, I don't know. It's just it's so weird the idea that he'd fight it's not even symmetrical. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a terrible weapon. Uh it, it it would be it would make more sense if he was portrayed as like a caveman or something. Yeah, like
0: that this. their entire society was Right. Was like that.
1: Or just he's a guy they found, but he's a powerful guy. He was the second in, you know. Right, commander of the military is what I would take. Something, yeah. Yeah. So weird. Bone, it really... (laughs) (laughs) Another perplexing thing.
0: So many. So you then uh, get, after Sonya rescues the prince, you get the why he was left alone because the prince doesn't care for hunting, which is good good information to have. But then you get to... uh, Gedren and her men that I've got treasure to the vault prisoners to the dungeon again very literal <laughs> we need to give exact directions
1: yeah they, just in case they got yeah, screwed up and just like Whoa, whoops. <laughs> we oh, well whoops we put all our treasure we in we the dungeon the,
0: we put the treasure in the dungeon sorry
1: as long as they're locked up as long as they're both locked up and what, you know, what are the prisoners going to do with the treasure you know, they can't get away
0: I also happen to notice that their Queen Gedrin her evil empire is the home uh, of the sad face castle because there's a bunch of like sad faces engraved into the castle yeah
1: yeah, I noticed that weird faces. Well, this whole castle looks like a sandcastle. Yeah, it's like the kind of thing you would do with a sand castle. <laughs> it's like the sandcastle is done. Let's throw some faces let's in it. Some faces. This is a smiley face. This one's a frowny face. You know, like it's just, it just—it does kind of look like it was made out of clay. Like for someone probably just like, yeah, you I, know. let me just. Gedren was here. Uh, yeah, this, this these effects look so cheap. Yes, uh, but uh, and they, they take the talisman to the chamber of lights. Yes. Which is, again, just another thing. Just call it what it is.
0: It's the chamber <laughs> it's of lights, chamber and there's a of bunch lights. of candles. Here's what I want to know. Who's working on all those candles? Because that's got to be a lot of work yeah. to constantly be lighting and replacing those candles.
1: Well, those, like One out of every ten is burned out.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, you know, so whoever's doing
0: it isn't doing their not job. not doing
1: their job. I, I feel like that's not a lot of light. Like, that's not... Put it in sunlight. If, you, if if light powers this, makes this talisman more powerful. Yeah, use the two hundred candles isn't going to do it.
0: No, and it's, uh, it seems like that would generate more heat almost than light too. All those <laughs> candles, right? That's true. Well, and smoke.
1: Like, where's that small that smoke going?
0: So we get a little bit more into Queen Gedren's world. What I have is that. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, don't. I hope you're about to talk about this wizard. Yes, I, <laughs> it's okay. Talk about okay, the can, wizard.
0: Can I just have this? Was probably my favorite part, and I have it that. It, The queen gets word from Wizzo from the Bozo show
1: (laughs) (laughs) that enemies are approaching. That's exactly right. He is Wizzo. Isn't he Wizzo? Wow. I haven't thought about Wizzo in 25 years, but you it's ex- he is Wizzo. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to find a clip of Wizzo. Now. That, that, that
0: might be my best, um, uh, ana- not analogy, but my best connection that I'll ever do on this podcast. Well, he
1: does seem like a wizard on like a children's show. Yeah. He, just the way he's, he his he's... His like,
0: mannerisms and everything. Either that or like Pee-wee's Playhouse. He just feels yeah. like he belongs on like a Saturday morning cartoon.
1: Yeah, I love this wizard. I don't know if we get his name, but uh, he's so good. <laughs>
0: He is the opposite of Gandalf the Grey.
1: Yeah, he's just the silliest. He's got like like the like multicolored like patchwork robes on. Yes, he may as well have a, a pointy hat with like moons on it and things like. He's he's that kind of wizard. It's,
0: Everything about him is fantastic. I
1: agree. I, he's my favorite character. He has like two lines, I think.
0: Yes. So then you get, it goes from that, which is the highest point for me, to then another pretty good point of this awful. That spider.
1: Oh, yeah. It's
0: so terrible.
1: It really is bad. It would be bad in a haunted house. Like, yes. If you went to a haunted house and saw this, you'd be like, that's that's cheap.
0: That's really low budget, and I this could. was in a
1: movie. Yeah, exactly.
0: And it, apparently this, this giant tarantula, which is, she treats like a pet, it can only spin around. It can't no. move any other way other than yeah, circular. It's obviously
1: on a pole or yes. something. There's a hole in the floor. Well, this, this tarantula never comes back. That's the weird no. thing. This is the only time it appears. You've, you, I, was, I was waiting for it to be like, okay, here's... when they're In the final battle sequence, the tarantula's going to show up again and, and attack. And do
0: something. Yeah, sort of, you know, again, for Game of Thrones, like that the, the dire wolf would come in and do something. Yeah. No, the tarantula must have run and, like, been spinning a web somewhere.
1: I, I'm going to... is all, I only just thought of this, but I'll bet you... They filmed a scene of that tarantula attacking, and it looked so, so terrible, they, even by this movie standards, that they had to cut they it. They cut it. That's my guess. So, so what then you then get, this This may be the best, the
0: best moment for me. Yeah. I'll, I don't know what you have in your notes. Let me get mine out. But I have, <laughs> How about we have the same note? <laughs> I have, Wizzo didn't clear out his internet porn history.
1: <laughs> my note says, Gedren left the porn in the VCR. <laughs> we have the exact same note.
0: Or he has a dirty screensaver. I wasn't sure. Do you think which this is one. his
1: porn, or do you think this is Gedrin's porn? Because I think well, we've established that uh, she's into that sort of thing. So. Well,
0: I th- I'm not sure. I couldn't tell. I think it might be Gedrin. Yeah, yeah I thought
1: so. That's, yeah. that's what I assumed.
0: But, well, this is her TV. Well, what I'm saying is it's her doing the belly dance naked, not like her... Oh, it's literally her on screen. I, I think it is. And so oh, what I'd... I got from it is that maybe wizzo has got a thing for Gedren, even though he's got no shot because she likes the ladies. Oh, uh, yeah. But just this oh, entire that's... concept, because it's so very 80s where it's like, oh, we don't have any nudity in this. Yeah. We need to get some nudity. And it makes no sense. But Wizzo's face, everything about it is fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. And then he changes the channel with like a turkey baster. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But so what I had, I, I needed to get a Simpsons reference in this one. So what I had is Smithers, you're quite good at <laughs> turning me on. Yeah. Um, it, it, so what I had is, you know, basically Winslow's probably thinking, um, you probably should ignore that. Yeah.
1: If that's Gator, and if you're right, <laughs> it's, that's his. Yes. Uh, it's his, uh, his, that's his take. His Smithers, you know, uh, screensaver of Mr. Burns. It is very small in the frame, so I, I, I couldn't see if that was Gator, and I, 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 it didn't even occur to me. But yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Uh. Yeah, his his reaction was just like, "Oh, but <laughs> it's really he's 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 been caught." And it's it's a great. Uh, I didn't have the turkey
0: baster, but now thinking back, you're right. It's fantastic. He's got, how like he,
1: this, like thing with like bulbs and there's like water in it. Yes, and,
0: and that's how he changes. Off of the internet porn. Yeah,
1: I mean to be clear, this is like some kind of mirror, a magic mirror, or yes. something. But it's a TV. It really it, does kind of look like a TV. It looks like a TV, and it looks like he's searching the internet. It's great. Yeah. So yeah, he changes the channel and actually see what Gerd wanted to see, which yes. is our heroes approaching, approaching, yes, uh, approaching the chasm that between like the between Mordor basically and the rest of the world.
0: <laughs> there it is, Mordor. I love it. So um, yeah, the queen is going to wait for Sonya to come. Uh, to, to her, and so she's going to set a trap. Yeah.
1: Do we see? What is her trap?
0: So what her trap is, is she needs them to go find the shelter.
1: Oh, right. The, the killing machine. The killing course.
0: machine. So what they do is they use a, they use a storm to basically funnel them where, where they want it. This is one of the few things they do kind of
1: explain. I don't think it's a great job, but they do kind of explain the plan. They explain it, but it still makes no sense. They they go out of the way to they, they justify it is what they do. It's not really. It still doesn't really. Yeah. I, I don't buy it. But uh, well, this is a part where they cross the giant scale. The, the
0: bridge of bones. Yeah, yes. we pretty much
1: already covered that. Yes. Uh,
0: so wa- Sonya then wants to spank the prince. Uh, what's funny that I have in this, I don't know if you have it, but. Falcon's quick to to jump in and say no he wants the the spanking from Sonya that he should be the one to blame so I kind of wondered if Falcon was going to no no please I'm the one who is who that should be
1: the target he likes to be dominated by Amazonian women I think yeah you may be right yeah and they 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 find they make a camp or something
0: yeah and the prince now wants to get some training
1: yeah fencing and fighting but uh, this whole thing of like I don't need your help and then like two seconds later it's like oh can you teach me and like, I guess this is supposed to be a character arc of just like, oh, he learned humility. Is that supposed to be what's happening here? Because in I the guess. next scene, he's right back to he's being, right back to who he is. Yeah. So if that's the case, they didn't stick to it. But, uh, and if it's not the case, then why is the scene here? Because it's just a whole thing of just she offers to train him, and then they don't really train. She's like,
0: oh, no, they do. And what I have is this is another one of those kind of weird. I'm not sure where they were going, but she tells him that she needs to hold it softly. And then
1: really. <laughs> after
0: that training, he needs a nap afterwards
1: <laughs>
0: again i don't I can't say for a hundred percent, but it certainly seems to me that that well, he, was
1: he does want to make her his queen, yes, so yeah, maybe um
0: uh, yeah. so and then then what you get you get back cut back to Gedrin, and then she uh her her plan is that. This is where I think then she's trying to funnel them and that the killing machine will do the rest. And this is the first time you establish, I just laugh, that that's the best they could come up yeah. with, the killing machine.
1: Uh, you know, if you're going to build a killing machine, this is about the least efficient machine <laughs> you could possibly design. It, it's not in a good location. No, you, you, first, yeah, you have to lure them into this cave, which <laughs> apparently isn't on the way. Like, what's this machine's purpose? Is it's not obviously to it's not guarding the castle because they have to be lured into that place. It's not like it's a thing
0: they have to pass. Well, no, we've already established no kingdom here has any has figured out <laughs> well, that you right. should
1: post guards. Yeah, this is the best they can do. Is like they have to like lure them into this cavern. Yeah, like, this and it's only it can't leave this water, right? It can't walk on the ground. It's like a it big does, it mechanical fish. Yeah, it doesn't dragon. seem
0: to be able to. So you literally have to get your victim lured into the water. Not just the cave, but the right. water. And,
1: and, and that ends up happening where they're all in the water and the killing machine attacks them. And they all, at, at some point, they've all left the water. <laughs> and it's only until Prince Tarn decides to be a hero and goes like, ah, and jumps back in to attack it. It's like, no, you're all out of the water. You're all safe. What's the It point? can't get out of the water. It's, <laughs> what kind of a killing machine is this? And it's also so stupid looking. I mean, that goes without saying because every effect in this movie is so terrible. But,
0: but in particular, how they first get lured in by this pearl that apparently controls the water supply because the water really starts to ramp up.
1: Well, it's like a it's like an Indiana Jones style trap where yeah. it's like you take the treasure and suddenly all the traps spring. Sprung, and, yeah. yes. But it's not all the traps; it's one trap. It's it's water flows in and the killing and machine the killing appears. machine kills. I guess the idea is they're supposed to. I mean, it doesn't trap them in there. It's not like a door closes and it's no. like, well, eventually this whole thing's going to fill up with water and you can't escape. No. Very, it's, very, very, very slowly. slowly. That's not the case. They can easily just climb out and leave. Right? Yes. I, the, the movie, if, if they're trapped in there, the movie does not make that clear. He's slowly getting <laughs> away. Never.
0: So Calidor shows up and
1: he, he,
0: him and Sonya start fighting the killing machine. I like how he just wanders in. <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm oh, I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> what I like is I like that the killing machine has a spin mode because it just starts going crazy. It
1: has it has no other mode. It's all it does is swim in a circle. No, I'm talking about the spin mode where it oh, goes around and around. It like rolls and like, and a, roll. like a crocodile. Okay, yes. Fine, yeah, yeah. yes the roll mode. I understand I, what you're saying. Yes. No, but most of the time it's just doing it's, it's just spinning in it's a circle. It's
0: doing laps, yeah. but then when it gets frustrated, it goes into what I call the spin mode. Uh, is it
1: is it just trying to shake them off or something? Or
0: I it, think so, but it's some, just it was just funny to me. Uh, it basically yeah. had two moves. Its move was to either spin rapidly or just swim in circles. It didn't. It it's the worst killing machine ever built.
1: Yeah, and this this sequence is interminably long. Is, it is. This is a ninety minute time movie. It? I timed it. It's five and a half minutes long. Wow. Out of I, a ninety minute movie, is them just splashing around with this dumb thing? What what percentage of the movie is that? It's, it's, it's one twelfth, or one twenty fourth. It's like five percent of the movie.
0: That's ridiculous. I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. This it's it's. I mean, all the fight scenes in this movie are kind of dull and boring. But this is maybe the worst "quote unquote" action scene I've ever seen in a movie. This, this the killing machine fight. It's true, but they decide to pry its eyes out. <laughs> yes, and then they just
0: slowly get away.
1: Yeah, he's like. <laughs> Calder goes. We have to blind it. It's the only way out. It's like no, just <laughs> climb out. Why is it the only way out? <sighs> this this uh. scene. This scene is you know, it, it's but it, this is kind of the point in, the, in my second time through of going like, you know what. This is it's it loops back around to kind of fun a little bit because it's this part was a
0: little bit fun but most of it's not and maybe it's because it's back to back or very close to Wizzo's scene is maybe another reason why I did enjoy the Killing Machine a little bit
1: yeah I mean it's this movie isn't afraid to be goofy that's for sure no
0: because in the next one I have this is great right so after they get out and um, they're assessing the damage I love that. Sonia just uses a napkin to be, act as like a field dressing, yeah. and she literally just places, places it there. It.
1: And then if, like a minute later, it just falls <laughs> it off. Just
0: falls off. I could not stop laughing. Yeah. Mi- I didn't notice it the first
1: time through. My second time through, I'm like, that is outstanding. Well, it's like, in a real wound, it would stick. It's obviously just makeup, because it just falls right off. Right. Uh, before we get to that, though, but the, in the, as they're leaving the chamber, the killing machine chamber or whatever, and Kalador's, uh, he says something, and he, he refers to Falcon by name. He's like, "Falcon, run away! We have to." He's never met them. Yeah, I, just, I didn't catch that. Nice catch. He, th- this is the first time, and they don't react to his entering at all. Like they know him, right? Right. If you think about the chronology, she, she, every time Sonya has encountered them, Kalador wasn't around. So this is the first time they've met him. How does he know them? <laughs> like there's no there's no explanation to this. He's such a world traveler. He knows everybody. He's like
0: that guy looks like a Falcon. He's Mister <laughs> Falcon.
1: Anyway, that jumped out of me. Just uh, I
0: missed that one. That's a good catch. Yeah,
1: I mean, again, this movie is not interested in making sense, so uh, you just roll with it, I guess. Yeah. So, a,
0: so now, yeah, you get the some. I have romantic romantic hijinks ensue, but yeah. Sonya has
1: a vow. Sonya has a vow that no man may have her unless she's he's beaten her in a fair fight. Who did she make this vow to? What is this vow? To, Why?
0: Maybe she made it to the ghost, and that's the reason the ghost gave her the ghost <laughs> right. arm.
1: You have one condition for getting this, you know, this power ghost in your soda, sword arm. Uh, yeah, it's, it, She's just making this up, right? She's just playing hard to get. I think so. <laughs> she didn't make a vow. Yeah, they fight, because he, he takes her up on it.
0: Yes, and it's really long and prolonged.
1: Uh, I think I timed this one, too. Uh, four minutes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, My note is they fight endlessly, four minutes, then collapse near a tree. In uh, end of scene. In Next. between
0: there, you do get Falcon is trying to sleep, and the oh, prince that's true. tries to help uh, Sonia.
1: Yeah, thinks that which which actually makes sense because it's like they don't know him. Suddenly he's attacking Sonia. Yeah, the prince, Cowdor or uh, uh, Falcon's very quick to like. He's like, eh. Eh. <laughs> let him fight.
0: You you did get the line though. It wasn't Arnold that said it, but you got an. Are you all right? which I was hoping you'd get an Are You Okay to follow it up, but sadly oh, yeah. you don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need to keep up that tradition. I keep forgetting.
0: But it was not by Arnold in this one, but you did get you a an Are You Alright? Yeah,
1: he does give it in a very kind of stilted way. Yes. Uh, but just the fact that the scene has no ending. They just no. collapse next to a tree, and it's like, up oh, next scene. Now they're, now they're <laughs> infiltrating Gedrin's castle. It's like, they don't have like a, a comment. They don't have some kind of nope. a button to like they're just at the wrap castle. up. Like, oh, you know. We'll consider that a draw, so you still haven't nope. beaten me, or you know, something. They're just propped s- up against a tree. You need something to end that scene. You need some kind of like capper, don't you? I, you would think <laughs> if so. If there's going to be this romantic uh, subplot, you can't just have them collapse in the tree and be like, well, that's over now. <laughs> but they did. Uh, yeah, so then back to Gedron's castle. And so
0: yeah, they're, they're, the four of them are there, and for, despite the fact we've established that no kingdom apparently needs guards, they then here decide somebody needs to stand at the door. I, I, other than maybe child labor laws of having him potentially climb something, I don't know why.
1: I uh, see. I, I was confused about that too, but I think the second time through, I think it kind of clicked with me. Or I think, I think. I mean, they do this ineptly. They don't communicate. The movie does a bad job communicating this, but I think what they're trying to hint at is they're trying to keep Tarn safe by having him not come in, but they're trying to trick him into thinking he's doing something important. Oh, so I like, gotcha. oh, someone must guard the door, and like. You know, and they fi- finally he's like, I volunteer. Like he thinks he's doing like, a great thing, but I think I think they're just trying to trick him into not going you know, on it, a suicide in the suicide mission. They're, they're trying to keep him safe, oh, which being uh, guarding the door doesn't seem like safe. No, you know? it
0: seemed like the army might be you know fleeing there if you're successful. But right? I, I
1: guess Calidor knows this is a world where they don't they haven't they invented guards. So. <laughs> haven't the invented the front door is the one place that's the safest. It's the
0: safest place to be.
1: Um, I think that's what's happening there, but I could be wrong. It's not clear.
0: This is also where Fal- Mr. Falcon gives Tarn that small bone.
1: Right. Yeah. The, the, the little the, the, the mini, dagger bone. The
0: dagger bone.
1: Uh. Yeah. Anyway, they crawl in a hole. Falcon needs to go on a diet. That's right. I actually did laugh at. They like, genuinely laughed. <laughs> he says they're crawling through this hole, and he goes, "Tomorrow I start my diet." <laughs> that's the only like genuinely Genuine funny. I I thought that's like okay, writer. You got one good funny line. That's that's really funny.
0: So uh, you then get Gedrim where uh, her, I, I don't remember who her, you know, commander, commanding uh, of the army. I, I don't remember the character name. I don't know if I ever got it. But he, he basically says, I oh. got to get out of here because you, you've lost it. The, the entire place is basically starting to fall apart around them. And yeah. she seems to be, no, this needs more power.
1: Well, I, uh, his name is Eichol, first of all, which is Loki backwards. I remember because it's so stupid. But I, I did not see that. I did wanna I my note I, I wanted to play this clip because it is kind of this this scene so typifies how like over the top and like corny this movie is. Let's let's I wanna play Tomorrow this Tomorrow It's not my diet. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> but Majesty, the talisman is almost beyond control. We must bury it in the dark before it is too late. It will be buried when I have no further youth sport, and that time is not- but it will kill us all. <laughs> oh, look, that time is oh, not yet. God, majesty, what you want? Our faults
0: are brimming with gold. Great state living terror of us. What more is there? The worst. This guy's gonna
1: cough up his lungs.
0: Today we took another piece of so the hard. city of Tacto,
1: but I have one more. See the city of Tacto. The talisman will enforce them. Madness. There will be no world. There will be no world. There will be no world. <laughs> It's uh, it's just awful. Well, Amazon's decided that's where the clip stops.
0: <laughs> Video unavailable.
1: Uh, yeah, but that, I, that scene was the one scene where I was like, that is, like this. Cartoon. Yeah, it, it, it really is like a Saturday morning cartoon. It's like a He-Man episode. We were yeah. talking about She-Ra. Like it, it, but it, He-Man was more fun than this. I mean, really, it, you, if you heard that and you were told that it was a She-Ra episode or, you know, whatever. You would believe it. Yeah. It's so over the top. And this guy, that guy's. There will be no world. You know he's it's madness. Yeah, he's so like. I mean, I really like thought I like was worried for his throat. He's like, going for it so hard. So it's, here's my question: because at that that scene, cole is saying there will be no world. This is madness. And then the next time you see him, he's stealing gold. It's like, didn't you just say the world was ending? What do you need this gold for? I fully expected him to, t- to like turn on her and help our heroes, going like, she's gone mad that she'll k- destroy the world, I'll help you. No, he's stealing gold. He's trying to round up money. We'll get to that in a minute, but total like lack of any kind of logic for these characters. Uh, yes. Yeah, so so now
0: is, there's another fight sequence yet again that yeah, breaks out. They
1: make it through the hole, and they kill a bunch of guys. They kill eight total. Five for Kalidor, two two for Sonya, and one for Falcon
0: yep. with his bone. With,
1: Oh no, he doesn't kill with the bone. He doesn't. He put a guy in like a mine cart and like chuck him over. Like, into well, no, a...
0: I think I actually think Falcon gets two guys because he gets one out the chute without the mine cart and then a second guy
1: in a mine cart. I think that's the same guy. I think he like knocks him into the mine cart and the cart kind of like teeters and then he pulls it back. See, got... I, I think I know what you're talking about. I've got
0: I... the same count as you. I've got eight, but I only have four for Calador, and then. Two for Falcon, I think Falcon gets one more, but it, okay. it as long as we have
1: the same it 's the number. same total number I think I think Falcon gets one extra no point in splitting hairs, but yeah no. you, maybe you 're right, so we 're at sixty right now which yes is, it's it 's getting up there
0: yeah, it actually is. I was surprised at
1: how many there were in this well you know like there's so many like just anonymous guards just getting yeah. chopped up for for the sake of action scenes,
0: so then they decided they can do more damage by splitting up uh, <laughs> yeah, and Falcon fall, falls down. Falls down a hole and
1: breaks up dinner, literally. literally. So, okay, they say, oh, let's split up. Falcon turns, walks two feet, falls down a hole. The hole's in the middle of the floor, right? Yes. Because it's not like he's like in a corner. Or, like, why is there a hole in the middle of the floor that just gets dumped out into the mess hall? I,
0: I don't know. And then how <laughs> is it that Calidor who is, allegedly went in a different direction,
1: <laughs> is know. there like in two seconds? He's up on the balcony like, or, or something, right? Yes. Uh, there are two different ways into the mess hall. It's to, it's to get all the guards in there as quickly as possible. So, well, you can take the stairs, or if you want to take the slide that lands on top of the On top of the table, <laughs> the table. just
0: don't break the table.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so another action sequence, really lame. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Here's my note in big capital letters. Hooray, another sword fight with anonymous guards. So many of them. This is like the fifth one now? Yep. Uh, they're, they're, they don't get more exciting by accumulation.
0: No, nope. <laughs> but this one, there is an arm that's cut off. That's true. That that's the
1: differentiator yeah. for this one. He pulls his commando and yes. but th- this guy like the the arm gets cut off and then they immediately cut away as if he's just dead. Yep. He doesn't uh, finish him off, but I'm I I counted him as dead. I assume he must I, be dead.
0: I was going to say anybody who comes into contact with Calador in a sword, they're dead.
1: Yeah. So uh that's four more. Sword 64. Calidor gets 3, Falcon gets 1, I think. Yep. They, like, knocks Knocks to with fire or something. Yeah. I'm I've already I'm so I've so lost interest. I, it's, it's, this body count stuff is so hard in this one because it's just like, I don't care about these guards. <laughs> Who cares?
0: So this is where you get back to that the gold has been yeah. stolen.
1: cole's running off with the gold, and he goes out the front door where uh, Tarn is waiting for him.
0: He encounters the first guard
1: in the history of this it's world. True. And he's eight years old. And he's
0: eight years old.
1: Yeah, this is this is this kid's uh, Ernie Reyes Jr., you know, since he actually, he's a kid who actually knows martial arts, they gave him his one scene where he could perform his martial arts, and he gets, he did, a, he gets a little bit of a fight scene.
0: He did it there, but he did it earlier, too. There was an earlier well, fight. in the training. In, no, but even before that, in the battle with... Uh, in the woods? In the woods, yeah, when he's tied up, he, he gets a guy with a couple of martial arts moves. That oh. guy doesn't die, he runs off into, like, the wilderness. So I thought
1: he was tied up that whole fight. I don't remember that. No, he
0: of. eventually gets free, and he does a couple of other martial arts moves.
1: Okay, but he, he fights Ikehole here. And, yeah. Uh,
0: he doesn't get the kill, but the, the door does. Yeah. This, this. So for those who never will watch this, there's the the giant door that's being guarded is uh, like a wheel that uh, rolls back and forth, and it rolls and crushes uh, Loki backwards.
1: Yeah, it's... It, it, it's like a vault or something. Yeah. I don't know why the, the front door would be, would be a wheel. Oh, no, it's, it's just so that they could crush him in this door, I guess. Yes. Uh, yeah, so he's 64. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I've so lost interest. So. This is the hardest of all the movies to get through. This is the hardest this one. This was tough. I mean, part of it is because it's been a long day. <laughs> you know, we're recording this on a weekday, which is usually what we don't do, but I'm just. Let's just get through this thing. Yeah, <laughs> this so. movie's so bad.
0: Ultimately, uh, Tarn. Makes a makes a break and gets taken hostage by Gendron in the throne room, and this is where kind of the beginning battle sequence with Sonya begins.
1: Well, oh, oh there's a moment where the handmaiden like pretends that like, oh she's bad, she, right?
0: Hand- she 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 the handmaiden lures Tarn in to be a hero, and that's how he then gets taken hostage by Gendrin.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Gendrin shows, rip, takes off her mask to show the scar that Sonya gave her at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yes, it's all it's all because she was scarred, I guess. When whether it's uh, physically or emotionally that her you know being rejected by Sonya, I'm I'm not sure, but that that's what's driven all of this is her 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 pain and rejection by Sonya.
1: Yeah, but, uh, they fight. I didn't notice until this fight that there's like skeletons all over this throne room.
0: They are. They kind of they kind of do like <laughs> a, a dancing sequence at each earthquake.
1: Well, between you know now think about it, more between those and the 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 tarantula, she really is like making her place into like, kind of a haunted house. Yes. She's, she's really into Halloween.
0: Yeah. So maybe that's like an extra revenue stream for them to get more gold.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the wizard, like the whole thing is, it's very Halloween.
0: Yeah, speaking of the, the wizard, I've got, Wizzo uses some teleport powder to help in the fight. So he's, he's moving Gedron.
1: Yeah. This, and here's that, like, just stop the camera trick of just, they don't even try to do like a little like flash or like any kind of editing trick. Just, just cut to like one frame of white. Be like, boom, like, you know, something. Right. No, it just cut. It's just the gentiest looking thing. Uh, and, so, and this wizard, this strategy is so terrible. Like, seriously, the wizard didn't occur to him that Sonia might actually figure like, it out. Yeah. <laughs> it he, does take he her can... <laughs> a while because he does like four or five different
0: moves and then she finally figures it out right. and he doesn't make it.
1: Wizard teleporting? What could possibly be causing this? Like, yeah, she, <laughs> Sonya is a little bit slow to figure this out.
0: She's slow, but she eventually does. And poor Wizzo, but he loses his head.
1: Wizzo, lo- yeah, he loses his head. But he's, he's got this, uh, he's got a TV that can see into other places. <laughs> Why isn't he just in the next room doing this? Don't know. He's got to be right next to, like, you know. <laughs> if he was in the next room, she would never know what was happening. I'm
0: sorry, I'm laughing so much, but just the idea—he's yeah, got yeah. a
1: TV. <laughs> they can see it. He, he does. does. <laughs> what else is that? It's a TV. I don't care. I mean, they can make up all kinds of nonsense. It's it's the. Shalum no, 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 in this wo- in
0: this world it says it everything no, that's is true literal. right they don't this they don't is name the viewing, machine the viewing machine <laughs> the is what they would probably call it maybe the viewmaster is what they'd call that's it that's right well he's the
1: viewmaster yeah he, he controls the viewing he, machine the, the viewmaster controls the viewing machine <laughs> that, that's his spin-off movie yes. the viewmaster The Viewmaster. <laughs> he can change the channel with <laughs> with uh, liquids
0: all right so wizzo, they, they fight yeah wizzo eventually loses his head and yep. then there's a uh, they make a break for the uh, the the Hall of Light, that's where they're headed.
1: Yeah, well, it was the moment where Kalador and uh, Falcon almost attack each other, which is yes. the dumbest gag. It's, it's in a million movies. Yes, they come exactly. around a corner and like, huh? Oh, it's you.
0: Oh, it's you. All right.
1: <laughs> when did they get separated? Because they were they they, they split up they and immediately went back together split and split up
0: immediately together and then somehow split up again. Yeah, they must have
1: been like Let's split up for real this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: for real. Let's do some damage this time.
1: Uh, blah, blah. So
0: the. Prince Tarn uh, runs in and declares death to all tyrants. That's right. And then quickly gets trapped.
1: Uh, how does he get trapped? Remind me. I think I've checked out. I'd checked out by this point.
0: Uh, because they're in, the, in the Hall of Light, there's a, an earthquake, and then I, one of the giant candle holders or something falls on him, Oh right. he's oh, you, underneath yeah.
1: it. Oh, you, yeah, you jumped... Uh... Isn't there something, about Sweet? Oh no, I guess you're right. No, they're, it does they're, go right there. Yeah,
0: they're they're fighting in there.
1: Right, they I, they lift the gate for him, and he gets trapped under some candles. Uh, you're right, I, I yeah. And I,
0: I think with the gate, you get a little bit of Arnold face, not as much as you get a little bit later. A little
1: bit. He's you know, it's, it's a subdued Arnold face yes, for sure.
0: You you get one that's great in a little while.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, this fight between Gidron and Sonia. Don't care. It's not only is it badly choreographed, but the sound design, like it's ear splitting. It's just like. Clang, 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 clang. Just for like a minute and a half, over and over and over, over again. and over. It's. The, I'm pretty sure it's the same sound effect, just over and over. It's. It. I mean, the sound more than anything just made me want to kill myself.
0: So uh, eventually, after this boring, loud sword fight.
1: Oh, meanwhile, there's an earthquake going on. I forget. We forgot to say because yes. uh, she the, 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 the talisman. The talisman is, is at full power. Yes. Uh, and so it's like a, a thing's like opens up. A chasm, thing opens up, and in the apparently
0: room. there's lava flowing underneath, and a volcano waiting to yeah. emerge maybe, underneath this castle. Maybe don't
1: build your your castle on a volcano. It's Probably it, not a
0: good location. It's
1: the worst looking lava, too. That special effect, not it's, good. Even in a movie full of bad special effects, it looks. So it bad. stood
0: out as a particularly bad effect. So eventually, of course, Gedren is is killed. Yep, sixty seven. She's pushed into the lava after being stabbed, and then. What I've got, Sonia recklessly
1: throws the talisman into the lava. Very recklessly. I have the same note. What the hell? How does she... It
0: draws its power from light. Who's to say that that's not going to fuel this thing?
1: Right. Does that, that would be the thing that would destroy the world. Yes! Is throwing it into lava. So reckless. It's because she's seen Lord of the Rings. That's, <laughs> you know... The precious this movie. To be. Yeah, this, this movie is not, uh, it doesn't have any original thoughts. So she's no. like, oh, it's like Lord of the Rings. She throws it in lava.
0: And it'll be fine.
1: Yeah, the the, the brightest thing <laughs> right. in this movie, like, this, the most energy
0: you've seen in anything in the movie, yeah, that, I, that's where you're going to throw it.
1: I am with you 100% that this is probably not a great idea. Well, the, the earthquake keeps happening. So you'd think the characters would be like, oh, uh, <laughs> that didn't, maybe maybe it, that didn't that work. It
0: didn't do it. So yeah, so they escape and run, and this is where I got. Arnold holds up the building and we get yeah. Arnold face, and literally, I don't know if you noticed it, but in the background it looks like that he drops a brick.
1: <laughs> Did you see it? Well, I, I definitely had that thought of he's, he's, got, he's doing his Arnold face, like straining face, and he's squatting. But if
0: you literally, there's, there there's one in the background where it will fall right, you know, I mean, it's in the background, but it falls right between his legs. It literally looks like uh, Bender, you know, literally dropping a brick in one of the episodes of Futurama. <laughs> right. It is fantastic.
1: Uh, I kind of want to find it now, real quick. You
0: you, you do need to go f- find it if
1: Amazon will actually cooperate. Because <laughs> if so, I, I need to see this.
0: And I'm pretty sure, actually, at that at that point too, is that you get the Arnold face turns to a little bit of a frown, so it's almost like he's embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> that
1: he dropped it. Uh, let's, let's find it real quick. Here it is. <laughs> I want to see this. <laughs> yeah, because. <I guess. laughs> The position (laughs) The position that he's in, I'm backing up a little bit. Yeah, so there's Yeah, there's a sagging beam. (laughs) Yes. They could just they have plenty of time to run. Run right now! You've got like 20 seconds. Okay, so he's (laughs) That's Arnold makes those noise, isn't that us? Looking for a brick. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) <laughs> I know we like to keep it clean here but he literally shit a brick
0: yes it was fantastic it's a pretty
1: big one too it is that's, uh, yeah. that's some painful moments <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was one of the highlights of the movie for me I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm lie. glad
1: he pointed that out cause yeah it's, you know just I, I mean, there probably weren't any other takes. I wonder if they saw that and were like, I wish we'd, we had done take two. Yes. The thing, the set collapsed. We, we can't rebuild it. We
0: can't rebuild
1: it. We only have Arnold for three weeks. <laughs> we got to move on. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, then, then Arnold does some more lifting, right? Because like, the the kid trawls in a thing until like, they open the door.
0: Yes, he's going to be a hero, the Prince Tarn. And yeah. he's
1: like, go without me, but they, they lift a thing, and they yes, get Yes, they, they,
0: they pull him out, and everybody winds up with a, a happy ending.
1: Well, they, they run through this open door. It's just, it's, they run right over, presumably, uh, Eichol's crushed body, <laughs> and no one comments on it. No. Because they run out that front door, it's, it's, the kid opens that rolling door, right. and they jump right over. No, No one cares.
0: No one cares uh, about I mean, the.
1: I, I know he's a bad guy, but out,
0: <laughs> the outline of Judge Doom that's been flattened right. there.
1: I would at least would have liked to, to had Arnold like be like, like, "Whoa, <laughs> who's this guy?" <laughs> you know,
0: he didn't make it. So then, um, uh, the volcano basically that's underneath been waiting to erupt has now overtaken the castle. And uh, luckily for our, uh, you know, four four heroes, none of them have perished, and they're all gonna ride off into the sunset. Is it is
1: it a, is it supposed to be a volcano erupting? Because it's the effect is so bad. Like it's, it that's it what looked, I thought it was. Supposed it looked to be. it looked more like the like a, it looked like an oil like derrick Derek. Uh, on fire or whatever. It's just this geyser of fire, but. Yeah, I, I guess that's probably the most logical explanation. Is it's, it's like lava or something? But. That's
0: what I thought it was supposed to be. It, it's a bad effect either way. Yeah,
1: it does. Because here's my where I note where I said, did Sonia start the apocalypse by throwing that talisman in? Because it does kind of look. It doesn't look good. It like, looks they're, ominous. They're 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 assuming way too much. Because yeah, you're like, oh, we did it. They're, like, they're all happy. It's like, aren't, don't you see what's happening in front of you? This looks like the. It looks like the apocalypse, <laughs> uh, but apparently everything's fine.
0: Everything's fine, and they're gonna have another sword fight.
1: Yeah, there shouldn't be this much stuff after the villain's dead. No. There's like five minutes of Arnold lifting things as they escape, and then there's this other fight where it's just a repeat of, you've already done this scene. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, yeah. Well, I guess they don't fight long, right? Because they just fight it's, for a Yeah, it's second. not much, and
0: then they kiss. They kiss. That's it. And
1: then, uh, yeah, Tarn, Tarn does her reaction. Actually, I, I kind of enjoyed the Tarn's reaction where he's just like, because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's,
0: that's how you felt about the movie
1: that's yeah I was gonna say that's basically the last shot of the movie it's like yep that sums it up <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of, he makes like a disgusted face and waves his hand dismissively agreed it's like, yep Red Sonia, you've summed it up Prince Tarn and we've made it to the end my friend <laughs> yes mercifully so uh, I counted there's only 17 cast members in, this, in the entire credits wow so that's an un- incredibly low number of actors in this movie for the thing is supposed to be the big epic world it feels so tiny actors, wow yeah and then, yeah, it includes all the small ag- characters you know the wench you know yeah, the handmaiden, whatever the, the, the train the 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 old guy at the beginning is training her yeah. you know uh that's i crazy. cole and the and wizzo and you know that's it's such a small cast like this this movie could not feel more low, cheap
0: yeah cheap and low budget yeah
1: i mean low budget is one thing but oh man so,
0: we, so yeah. uh, we've we gotten through it, we've established, and this is now my, my, I have selected the two worst that we've done, and it's both been in the same genre, so maybe it's the genre, I don't know. Although, I don't feel Conan's not going to be, you know, this tough to get through.
1: Yeah, I like uh, both Conan the Barbarian movies. Uh, I mean, Destroyer is, I mean, there certainly is a progression where, you know, Destroyer is a little, there's a lot sillier. It does have one of uh, my favorite Arnold lines, which I maybe shouldn't say because you've never seen it. But uh, all right, save it. It's only two words. Okay. <laughs> it's, I, I It's it's one of my favorite Arnold moments. But uh, I'm looking forward to doing the actual Conan movies. That's those are the only two left in this category, in the, category the comic yeah. book movies category. Which again, just to remind, like, we know Conan the Barbarian started as a novels, but like basically the, the only reason like he's still like a thing. It's because comic books kept them alive in like the '60s and '70s. So yep, whatever. Just for the sake of character for categorization. Categories.
0: We needed something to uh, break them, break the movies down. Yes, yeah, so I
1: think next season we should do those two in order. So Probably season three we'll do Conan the Barbarian. That's fair. And then we'll do Conan the Destroyer afterwards.
0: So we got some housekeeping here on the. Uh, I know the pun count is zero because pun count is zero. There's barely any dialogue actually when you really think about it in this movie.
1: The, I mean, the, the writers weren't clever enough to even think of a pun. Yeah, exactly. Even a bad pun is beyond the capabilities of yes. this movie.
0: And the what was the final tally on the bodies then?
1: Body count. Uh, I usually put it at the end here, but uh, sixty-seven.
0: Wow, that's a lot.
1: Yeah, that might be higher than Eraser, so that I think it is. I think that's probably number two, two or three. What Co- did uh, Commando certainly? Uh, I think
0: Commando. I thought Commando displaced Eraser, so I think that yeah, might be... Did. yeah. So I think. I think that might be number two on the list then.
1: Didn't something else this season, uh, didn't uh, collateral, collateral damage, damage ever, or something else? It had
0: higher than I thought, but I didn't think that it was higher than Eraser. But okay,
1: maybe you're right. This could be number two. Well, to, you know at the, at our season recap, we'll, we'll yeah, go we're, back. we're going to go back and get the total. We'll figure out what what the rankings are, but I think you might be right. So, uh,
0: what now that we've, we've done this dumpster fire,
1: <laughs>
0: what are we moving on to? Uh, it's your pick.
1: So, this may be, I may be making a big mistake. In, Big mistake. <laughs> uh, there's only two categories left to choose from at this point. Yes, so we've got weird, weird early stuff
0: and uh, comedies. Com- yes, family
1: comedies. So I'm going to stick with the theme, sort of, of schlocky. Uh
0: oh, weird early stuff.
1: And I said I own this movie on DVD. So at this point, you don't have it. I know what it's not. You- it's not on that shelf over there. It's because I put it right here. Let's see, what are we going with? Hercules in New York.
0: Oh man, Hercules in New York. Wow, nineteen
1: sixty nine. Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie. All right, but this is one like again. I, I you know I am trying to find interesting juxtapositions and like Red Sonia is a, a like lo- It's a it's a trash movie, but it's not fun or like silly. Like you know, it's like the 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 what do you, the Plan 9 effect. Like sometimes just complete trash movies are fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I think Hercules in New York is a fun movie. It's, 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 I mean, it's, if you're going to look at it objectively, it's worse than Red Sonja. But I watched Hercules in New York a million times before I watched Red Sonja (laughs) again. This is the last time I ever watched this movie. Uh, Uh,
0: Same year. So, all right, we're going to do Hercules in New York.
1: Yeah. We're early
0: stuff. So that will leave comedy for me. And then the last one of the season will be Terminator 2. Terminator
1: 2. So. Boy, we know we'll
0: end on a high note, at least. Yeah, right? I was
1: gonna say I can't wait to get to that because you know the comedies. Well, there's one comedy left that's okay, but even that, like every every we we had a rough stretch in season one, and now we're through. Our, this is our red. It's rough a rough stretch, stretch
0: but that's fine. We're gonna end on a high note with T two. I
1: try. I really tried to find redeeming things in Red Sonia. I was just like, I don't want to be. It's it's really bad. <laughs> I, I had no idea this would be it would be this bad. <sighs> but the so good again, sorry to. to I, I hope it's not like uh, our our requester, our fan who requested this. I hope it's not their favorite movie, I or I, something like that. Yeah,
0: if it is, they'll probably never listen again, and we lost a listener, which we probably can't afford no, to lose. I,
1: I, yeah, I, I assume it's just like, hey, I I want to hear, you know, hear. They yeah. wanted to hear us tear this movie apart. Yeah. But, uh, it was even like I don't know. I just ran. I, I ran out of steam because just like I, this movie is so. Wearying. <laughs> it really is. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so, I
0: so. had a had same struggle. I had a struggle to come up uh, with the rule in a crisis situation, but I was mm-hmm. able to do so because, in many things, with the, watching this movie is a struggle, but I had thought for a while. So, what I got out of it is that what you don't want to use is when you're going up against a killing machine made of metal, you don't want to use knives and stabbing weapons. They are extremely ineffective against metal killing machines. So, don't use a knife against a metal opponent.
1: Okay, so so that's similar to another rule where we don't. Are don't, you? Well, you can bring a knife to a gunfight. Yes, but you can't. You can't fight a killing machine with a knife. Yes, so a metal killing machine. A metal killing machine. If it's a human machine. killing machine, you've got a
0: chance. But a metal killing machine. I don't know if you remember it. I didn't harp on it because we were just really bashing that killing machine. Yeah. But literally, Kalidor was just stabbing, stabbing, stabbing sure. for like probably a, a minute, minute of yeah. those five minutes. It's like Kalidor, It's metal. It's not going
1: to work. You know. He's he's a uh, he's he's a mercenary. He's not exactly he's not like, a thinker. Yeah, he's, he's a doer. Like, um, but we're we're almost to the point now where we can build like a paper scissors rock thing of like so so wait knife beats gun, <laughs> killing machine beats knife. <laughs> so I guess gun beats killing machine. Gun, right?
0: theoretically. So only if
1: they had, if they only had a gun, they could have just shot this thing.
0: Uh, def- if they would have shot in the eyes, it clearly would have been defeated.
1: So that's the new like Rochambeau. You know, it's 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 knife gun killing machine killing. If only that thing had a name. Because technically, all of them are killing machines, but whatever. Uh, so
0: that, um, yeah, that's, that's, the that's, that's the rule of a crisis situation.
1: Yeah. So to join us next time. We'll talk about Hercules in New York. Until then, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Bad Puns Podcast. At Bad Puns Podcast. I'm going to say that again. I am tired. Uh, And write us an email at uh, questions at bpamg.com
0: And if you enjoy the show, please like us on your podcast app of choice And feel free to tell as many people as you know about uh, the podcast that you're enjoying And with that, we'll be back with Hercules in New York
1: That one before. What?
0: I'm so pissed at myself. I had a whole. I did this whole list.
1: The thing's still recording. If you want to tack something on.
0: I did a whole list of, and I wanted to add. No, but the problem is this will it will take away the spontaneity. I,
1: I Who cares about spontaneity? Just get it on mic.
0: I'm so pissed because I I pulled up the email. All right, all right,
1: so. If if if, no, if, if right, I can't right. if I can't plug it in, we won't use it. Better to, better to record, better to it, and record it and not use it. All right, so
0: you know, speaking of this killing machine, I, I, I <laughs> speaking of killing yeah. machines, <laughs> how many times do you start off a conversation with "Hey, speaking of killing machines"? We're not
1: going to be able to lay this thing in naturally. Probably you? not. <laughs> Just but get it's fine. to your point. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, speaking of killing machines, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on what types of machines would be more effective at killing than the actual killing machine. I had a few, and let me just kind of warm you up and and see if you can come up with any any additional. So clearly, in an Arnold podcast, it makes sense, right, that the Terminator is like the greatest killing machine other than John Matrix. So a Terminator clearly is more effective. Agreed. But here's what I would say is I think (laughs) that machine guns... Definitely are a more effective killing machine. Yeah. Uh, basically, any carny ride is probably more effective as a killing machine. <laughs> it
1: basically is a carny ride. You hop on its back and it goes in a circle. <laughs> Pretty
0: much it just spins in a circle. I had uh, vending machines, especially if they're the ones in the movie Maximum Overdrive, are more effective killing machines.
1: <laughs> I've never seen it, but I can imagine it.
0: Uh I've, I also had that most likely Sex Machine from in, from Dust Till Dawn was a more effective killing machine. I don't know how much you remember that movie.
1: Uh, I remember Sex Machine, sure. Uh, the,
0: the, and the, the final two I had is I, I think actually a copy of The Time Machine by H.G. Wells would actually be just
1: as effective as this killing machine. Well, it puts you in proximity of Morlocks, so exactly. that's certainly
0: dangerous. <laughs> exactly. And finally, probably the most dangerous machine I could think of was the George Michael sports machine. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, that's this is going on the show. For I, sure.
0: I knew that. Basically, I really just wanted to get the George Michael sports machine on a
1: podcast. Yeah, the sports machine can be very dangerous. Yes, I let's just, go inside the machine. Let's go inside the machine. Oh God! Oh, how did I get here? What just happened? <laughs> Imagine if that was the, you know.
0: If that was the actual killing machine? Let's go
1: to the machine, and they just cut to a clip from Red Sonja of the things spinning in a circle, swimming. <laughs>
0: that would be fantastic, but maybe now that I, we're talking this through, maybe that the original George Michael sports machine was Windows, or was Wizzo's TV.
1: That was like the original. It is sport, very.
0: It was the original <laughs> sports machine.
1: It, it kind of is, you know. Wizzo, Wizzo is the George Michael of this, this world. Yes. He's, sports he's, George Michael. He's I'm getting not, you, like,
0: the news, right?
1: Here's yeah. what's approaching. So that. I, we've just
0: come up he's with it he's probably
1: got a whole room full of those tvs and then like reel to reel tapes with, with that all he controls kinds. with turkey basters yeah
0: with all kinds of nudity of gendron <laughs> dancing around yep we've just named it we thought that it was the view he was the view master and that was the viewing machine no it is the george michael sports machine
1: it definitely is all right uh yeah, I thought, I thought you were going to go with uh, the 8mm machine. Well, see, there, there are... machine. Yeah, hello, machine. I'm a big fan of your work. So, you know,
0: I, I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I had really thought about this killing machine, so I wanted you to kind of get an idea of what I thought was more effective of than yeah. the
1: actual killing machine. All right. I'm glad we got that in, Mike. I may just put that in at the end, raw. <laughs> you remembering, or maybe I'll try to slide it in secretly, but, uh, you know, we'll see. It
0: would be a travesty not to have a reference to the George
1: Michael sports machine. Okay. Well, if this go if this goes in the end of the episode, uh, goodbye. Yes, <laughs> we don't know how we're going to end this now. All right. No, uh, it's, that's that's good. All right. Any reference to the George Michael sports machine? I'm in favor of.